Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, Ruel. How are you? Oh. Hello, Richard. I am doing fine, my friend. How about yourself? I am doing a-okay. I am exhausted, but I will do my best to bring the uh, energy today yes. uh, as yes. we continue our top 100. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. And um, yeah, the, the energy may be a bit low only because we just spent a week in Las Vegas yes. Um, yes. at the Dice Tower West a Convention. A freaking week. Yeah. Five days. <laughs> Who makes a convention for five days? Yeah. Ah. Now, were you at any point during the convention? Were you like feeling like, okay, this is I've I've had enough. I need to go home, or <laughs> were you good until the very end? Oh, pretty much every day. <laughs> I mean, that's it's it five days. Five days. Five days is a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot. But a lot. yeah, we had a great time. Um, you know, yeah. Jen had a very good show. Oh, I just noticed all the stream avatars are floating in the sky. Stream avatars oh, in the sky with diamonds. What's that all about? Let me fix that. <laughs> um, how about you? You left I, on Sunday, a, right? You hit the road back, Jack. Yes. And you did not come back we no more. We hit the road. No more, no more, no more. Exactly. We left uh, Sunday at, I believe it was nine a, uh, 8.30 a.m. I'd wanted to leave at 7 a.m., but, um, you know, it just we took a little longer than we thought. But the good news is at 8.30 a.m., there is no traffic going home to L.A. So we made it in about three and a half hours with a quick uh, pit stop break uh, about in the middle of it. And... Uh, we were we were good to go. Now, having said that, I got home. I took two naps that day, that Sunday. I was so tired, and I took two naps that day, and I took then I went to bed. And hopefully, I, I still feel like I'm, I'm feeling the effects of a, a con. Um, huh. But now you had a little bit more of an adventure than I did going home. Yes, I did. Um, so it's over on Sunday. Ugh, I need to. I might have to bring the avatar interface. Oh, did, I, did I get it? Are they lined up now? Come on, little fellas. Looks like they're right on top. Yep, they're sinking. Okay. Is that about right? Yeah, that looks about right. Okay. Avatars restored. Not quite sure why that happened. Take a, Send a week in Vegas. Whole thing falls apart, apparently. Okay, yeah. So. Uh-oh. Oh, my goodness. What? What? What's up? Where'd you go? Wait, what? What? Who? Oh, what? What's happening? All I see is the avatars, but no... Uh, oh, there you go. Okay. Oh. Okay, that. yes. Oh, I see what happened. Oh, I was using a split-screen thing to manipulate them. I'll even... Okay, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. Well, that just gave me another yeah. jolt of adrenaline. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? Oh, let's say hello to people first. Let's say um, hello to everyone. Uh, hi, Slivers. Hi, Ripplebrook. Hi, uh, Veramore and Julia and Bing and World Famous Pub Quiz. Really? Really World yeah. Famous? You're certainly Rado famous. Uh, Meeples and Mocktails. And, oh, do, do, do. Who else has shown up and said the hello? The Nerd Shelves is here. Hello, Nerd Shelves. Good to see you here. Hello. Uh, Bing says, Nasgoth, why isn't Ruel saying rawr and pulling arms of so- out of sockets? Yeah, Arr, that, that yes, yes, be you later are. In the show. Uh, <laughs> you're a fairly low-energy Wookiee today. It's Chris Ticket. Yeah. Uh, hello, Feld fan, fellow Feld fan, Triple F. And, um, sorry, uh, Etri Zix. 
I have no idea how to say that. Uh, Goblin is here. Dungeon Sound System. And, uh, okay. Oh, and then Kabuki. Hello, Kabuki. Did you get your notification from YouTube? I hope. Uh, Oh, (laughs) and thank you, Tim Pubbles, uh, for subscribing with Prime just this very moment. Uh, You're getting us ever closer. What are we at now? 36 of 49 subscribers before we unlock the audience participation three sisters playthrough. I'm really hoping that happens this Uh month because I am not going to play the game until we hit that goal up there. Oh, nice. (laughs) I'm holding it hostage, basically, is, (laughs) is what I am doing. Leaving it on the shelf of opportunity, I see. Okay. Um, let's see. So, yeah. So, um, Sunday, it's... Uh, we, we were scheduled to fly out Sunday night at like 9 o'clock. It was going to be miserable. We were going to get in at 1 a.m. and um, But, you know, it, it was fine. Uh, we, we still preferred that rather than staying another night in Vegas because we were... I mean, we knew after five days we wanted to get... We would be desperate to get home and see the dogs. And, you know, my mom's been taking yeah. care of them, so she needs us back and, you know, so we can help her and all that. And uh, apparently at around 10 in the morning, I got a text on my phone. And, well, I don't know about you. I hardly ever pay attention to texts on my phones. I, I just I just don't yeah. care. It's most... Same. I mean, nobody texts me. It's all junk. But at 10 in the morning on Sunday, I got a text saying that our flight had been canceled because of extreme oh, no. weather in Denver had shut down the Midwest... And um, we didn't notice until, uh, what was it? Oh, uh, I think it was Amy and Maggie of Thinker Themer. Or no, it might have been um, Mick and Starla of Our Family Plays Games. Somebody told Jen that there was a problem um, with flights. And, and they hoped that we were going to be okay. And so this was now like at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Three hours after I'd been notified. And Jen looks yeah. up and said, oh, our flight's been canceled. And so we try to call. Seven hour wait, it says. Uh, a representative will be with you in seven. Hours. And, um, you know, it was going till two, but Jen says, screw it. I am closing down now. And normally it yeah. takes Jen, you know, she's exhausted at the end of the show. It takes her like three hours to tear everything down. You saw her booth. You saw how elaborate oh, yeah. it is. And, you know, she treats yeah. everything really careful because it's glass and all that. But not then. She was just tossing stuff in bags because we figured we got to get to the airport as fast as we can. I eventually get through and they say, okay, yes, we're sorry, sir. All flights are booked. You really should have called us three hours ago when we texted you because everybody else on the plane called us, just not you. Oh, no. And um, so uh, the best I can do for you we can get you out of here on tuesday this is tuesday. sunday this is sunday i'm getting told they will no. fly us out on tuesday oh uh, my gosh yes oh uh, so is that what is, is that what you did no um but i say well okay. okay is there standby i'm sorry sir i can't help you with standby you have to do that in person at the airport uh, if, and if i book you for tuesday right now you will lose your opportunity your availability to go on standby because you'll be on a tuesday i'm like yeah okay I am not going to unleash the string of expletives uh, uh, that... Uh, oh, and uh, at that point, I pretty much just... Uh, the last game we were playing, uh, myself, uh, Maggie Aby, and, and another a mutual friend, we were playing um, Formosa T. If there's okay. one good thing to come out of all this, I was doing so badly, Roel. I was dying so bad that everybody was fine. Just get up. Just walk away. We'll keep playing the game. We'll put it away. Don't worry. I'm like, okay, I don't have right. to at least have the humiliation of seeing what my final score will be. Because <laughs> uh, it was really bad. It was really, it was, it was so bad. So, um, you know, so we start packing up. We figure we got to get down there. And, um, and, uh, and, and, and Maggie and Amy and our mutual friend, thank you so much 
all of you uh, for helping us because, I mean, you've been to the Rio. It's such a huge, and, you know, and uh, we were at the far end. It's the other far end where yeah. pickups are. Our friend was actually yeah. leaving, so he decided to go to the airport earlier. So he got his Uber ride earlier. We jumped right with him. But we had five bags full of Jen's glass, that we, and it would have been impossible for us to huff it across. So they all dropped everything they were doing. They all rushed over. We rushed down to the airport, um, got into a line with, uh, you know, oh, and oh, uh, Mick and Starla of our family games. They were there in line and they stepped oh. aside to let us go ahead when we explained. So we were able to get to a teller quicker because we figured every second counted. Yeah. Well, every second made no difference whatsoever at all. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So all of this stress and hassle and heartache yeah. ended up being a waste of time and effort on everybody's part. But still, thank you so much for everybody for trying. So we ended up standing there at the counter for almost an hour as this, I mean, really nice, very thorough, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, a teller, check out what, what you know, attendant, yeah, well, yeah. I forget what the term is, customer service agent, tried, tried, tried. Um, uh, oh, thank you, K Mercer, for resubscribing. Yay, we're getting closer. Uh, it's unlocking. Tried, tried, tried everything. We were looking for anything. Get on, can we get on any plane? Uh, this was Southwest. Uh, airlines today uh we'll fly down to san francisco and spend the night because jen's uh jen's sister lives uh just south of san francisco we will fly to seattle we have a friend we could stay there with we'll freaking do anything we do not want to spend another night in sin city we don't want to i mean yeah. um and uh, and so she tried all kinds of stuff and ultimately at the end of it all she can say is the best i can do is tuesday that is it and no, no longer the good direct flight tuesday we could have had uh, by this point, oh, you know, no. an hour ago, a really crappy one that's going to take eight hours or some such ridiculous. Oh, so we say, okay, fine, fine. We're just going to, well, book us for that. And we're just going to go collect our thoughts. And so we, we head over to, uh, you know, a table and we sit down and we start, well, okay, what are we going to do? Where are we going to stay? I mean, I, I, I thought about, I mean, uh, you know, putting out the Rotto bat signal because we didn't want to stay for two days uh, in yeah. Vegas. Who knows how much that's going to cost, hotels and all of that. Um, but then I start searching and, uh, Frontier Airlines has a flight that leaves at 6 a.m. the following morning, Monday morning. So, and it's $300 more than our original flight as a one way. And we're like, Ooh. okay, uh, rather than who knows how much it's going to cost us to stay here for two freaking days. Let's cancel, yeah. get our money back from Southwest, which, which they did. They're, they're, they had no problems about that. We got our money back from that. Uh, this of course, flight was more expensive, twice as much as it should have been because we were doing this literally last second. Um, yep. you know, plus, the one thing I'll say about Southwest, man, they have generous baggage allowances. Uh, oh, because, yeah. You know, yeah I, I was great. amazed. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, but then you have to deal with all the catacol stuff and like that. So we book that. We get uh, the thing. And then I start looking and we see, oh, the Excalibur. Oh, my God. $38 for one night? That's oh. amazing. Okay, maybe this that's, isn't so bad. We're gonna do one yeah. more night. We'll have to get up. We'll have to get up at three in the morning to catch this six o'clock flight. But fine. Yeah. So we take another lift, not Uber. Another lift back. There's another twenty bucks. Um, and uh, get there. And hey, well, have you heard of resort fees? Oh yeah. So your thirty eight dollars isn't just for the our thirty eight dollars was resort. at the end of it ninety dollars. Oh my god! Really? Yes. That's. 
That's insane. It's, yeah. That really? For folks who don't know, I don't know if hotels are doing this everywhere, but apparently this is a standard, you know, just cheap gotcha that hotels do. Do not believe any stated price on a on a Vegas hotel. They will all charge a, a resort fee that you cannot waive, and all it is is free Wi-Fi and access to the gym. That's it. whoop de doo yeah, yeah, stuff that should be freaking free. Just put it, you know, give us the real price. So they tricked us. Yeah. We were there. We're okay, fine, whatever. So we, now we've got yeah. 300 more for the flight. We've got another 100 for this, uh, what should have been a cheap night. And uh, and then, you know, another 50 for flights back and forth. And uh, yeah. so, but we get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. And actually, and, and Frontier was actually pretty good. I haven't, I've never heard good things oh, really? about Frontier. but it, I haven't, yeah. Yeah, they, they were great. Um, they, they had a fairly cheap um, you know, I think it was only 50 bucks for four checked bags, which, okay, or, no, maybe, no, reasonable. no, it was 50 for each of us. So that was an extra hundred and that was part of the extra charge. Um, yeah. but we got back, we got in a car, wow. did our COVID test on the way home because, I mean, cause who knows we passed, yep. got home, saw mom, saw the dogs and, wow. uh, and, and then Jen says, Oh, I'm going to play Ark Nova. So we spent the rest of the day playing <laughs> Ark Nova. <laughs> which nice. uh, took us like all right two-player game took us almost four hours to get that game done wow now we're slow wow. to begin with jen's especially slow but we were probably a little bit more slow than normal because we were cruising on maybe two hours of sleep uh, oh over the previous gosh. 24 hours and oh, uh so we play Ark wow. Nova. we watch some shows jen goes to sleep at like 8 30 i go to uh-huh. sleep at midnight which is early for me normally i go to bed at one or two and uh okay. and here we are and that was my adventure. What but at least it's not man. Tuesday morning and we're not still there, which is what the best yeah. Southwest could have done for us. Southwest does no I partnerships. Also, Southwest says, yeah. if you check your small prints, they do not um, put you up in hotels if it's act of God stuff. Yep. So. Yeah. You're just, you're, you're out of luck at that point. That's, well, I'm glad you're home safe and sound. And you actually, I'm glad you didn't have to stay that extra night. Because that, that is such a bummer when you want to be home and they, you know, I've had it too, where flights are canceled, things change, and that's always a pain to coordinate. Um, but you're in, you're home in one piece. That's all you can ask. Yeah, for, yeah, I yeah. Guess. And I mean, originally we were going to get home at like two a.m. We ended up getting home at like nine a.m. So, that's, but with significantly yeah. less sleep than we were planning on having at the time. Right. Uh, so I mean, in, in the end, it worked out okay. Other than half of a thousand dollars that were lost, which of course Jen just looked at there. That was a that, that's coming right out of my profits for the show. Uh, <laughs> you know, because I mean, for yeah. us, I mean, we're going there to make money. I mean, it's uh, you know, I obviously I was there as a special guest, as were you. Um, but uh, Jen was not, so you know, we have to pay for our flights down there. Um, but Jen was there to sell glass, and she had a very good show, actually. Uh, I was just better than ask, she I thought. Hope she did, and I mean, and she was yeah. really worried. Five days. I mean, she's never done a show that long, and she was afraid that oh, all the sales would be to the first couple of days, then it would taper off. But it was pretty solid and consistent throughout. Good. So she's happy with the end results, minus the okay. taxes she had to report to the state of Nevada, of course, and uh, and now minus an extra five hundred of unexpected uh, wrath of God type stuff. Uh, that's a bummer. But now, she I, has pointed I, out, I, oh what? I was just gonna say, uh, Michelle. You know, she was very happy to meet you and uh, Jen, and Michelle was oh. really impressed by. Uh, that's the first time that she's you know seen her work. You know, and especially up close. And uh, I think Michelle ended up with a, a pair of earrings. Oh, that's is, cool. She's really happy about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And you got a pair of, a set of these, close. right? 
Yes, I have them right here in okay. front of me. Yeah, the uh, now someone had asked before: Are these now available? I yes, know, they any are. Um, I've got little bitmaps set up and ready. When we get to the main show, as part of the intro, we'll say, "Hey, by the way, if you if you weren't at the convention and you wanted these, um, Jen's going to be selling them for the rest of the year, and then we'll figure out what we do next year." Uh, so, okay. or not selling them; they're they're a gift with purchase if you buy anything off our Etsy store. You know. Yep. Cool. Uh, any um, anything at all. You'll just have to put in a secret code and stuff like that when you do check yeah. out so that she knows. Oh, we have a question. Kooky What's the question? Kids wondering if you have the con crud, hear something in your voice. I don't hear it, but Oh no, no, no. I my 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 voice no, I'm totally fine. Uh I haven't had con crud for years. Ever since I adopted Eric Martin's, you know, fist bumps instead of handshakes, I have not yeah. gotten sick at a convention for half a decade. But I talk nice. nonstop. And I talk loud, and I talk even louder, and so yeah, my voice, my my voice box is just trashed. I imagine. I mean, yeah. my I, if I'm not careful, I could lose my voice. Yeah, I, it has happened in the past. So I'm sure that's right. what you're hearing, Kabuki, is just that I'm a little, a little hoarse. But no, yeah. uh, we did the test. Everything is fine. Uh, it was recommended we do another one. We yeah. do have a second set of tests. We'll probably do that in a few days because, of course, who knows? Yeah. We could have gotten it in the Uber. I mean. Although we're home now, so, you know, mom's exposed. Yeah. But it's all about just keeping my 73-year-old congenitive heart failure mom, um, you know, away. But I, I, hopefully everything should be fine. And of course, we're all double-vaxxed and boosted and all the Same. rest of it. Same here, uh, yeah. Well, we'll questions, be, I see. my second test this weekend. Julia Deer says, how was Oak and Trailblazers? Uh, you know what? What is it? We're doing Q&A up front. We do Q&A after the show. Folks. After the show, right? Did you know that if you start your question with a question mark instead of ending it with a question mark, it'll go into a special queue. And we can we and that means we won't miss your question. So please, by all means, no further questions um from the yes. from the audience. Save them for the end. We'll do some QA. Uh yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously there's more stuff we could talk about, you know, what games we played, how they were, and stuff like that. Um uh, Nerdshell says, Ruel, my daughters love the Bruno pins. Thank you. You Thank you, uh, oh, Nerdshell. Yeah. It was really nice to spend time with you. And, you know, we, we talked about this a little beforehand, but uh, for for those of you that were at the show, thank you for all your kind words. There's a lot of people. At least I had uh, people come up every day and just say how much they enjoy the R&R show and what we're doing. Oh, wow. Uh, so thank you, friends. I appreciate that. And also for my channel, Tabletop Tonight, I had buttons made, so I was giving those out. And one of them, one of the different buttons that I, uh, Michelle and I had printed out were of little Bruno. Did I give you a Bruno button, uh, No, Richard? you didn't. I just got a TLN number, which honestly I have. I should be wearing it, but I forgot to put it on. Okay. I will, uh, I will send you some of the other buttons we made. We, we, you know, we, we actually bought a button maker, and Michelle and I spent a couple of nights just uh, putting together hundreds of buttons that we gave out at the show. Uh, old man coaster is in here i also got to hang out with old man coaster which is really nice oh i met him as well him yes some, he, he is a really really nice gentleman as well we um i taught him a dice miner which seemed to be my go-to at the show oh dice gosh yeah my, i mean it takes that must take 45 seconds to teach and everybody is an yep. expert at it immediately agreed yeah, yeah. um so, folks, uh, this is still the R&R pre-show, as yes. you know. And we have stuff to do. We'll get around to recording a show. Of, we're going to continue our top 100 games of all time uh, real soon here. But um, we do a Q&A at the end. Do we have anything to uh, resolve Hold on, let me take a as look. far as I think we do. I think we do. Stuff? I think we, uh, people have requested some segments. Um, and yeah, I just want to verify have, uh, real quick, uh, Richard, I want to verify you are okay health-wise. You did not uh, mess up your knee or anything oh, when doing all that oh, running around oh, that Dice Tower way. <laughs> Oh, we have to tell people the how Rado ran through Dice Tower West. I guess we have to tell that story too. If you folks would like yes. to ask, ask about my running escapade, folks, and that can go into the uh, Q and A queue as well. Because oh my gosh, yes. I'm totally fine. I am recovered. Okay, I, I think maybe I've got a tiny bit of a twinge, but uh, no, I, I, it's totally fine. 
I'm I'm okay. a, a spry young 52 year old, um, <laughs> you know, doing unexpected mile long sprints um, in the middle of a convention. I was I was legit worried for you when I saw you limping around there <laughs> after the show. Yeah, we I just iced like, it up no. good that night, and and it was okay, it was good. it was right as rain the next day. Um, I guess that's why hotels always have those ice machines everywhere. I've never under, never had a use for it before, but it certainly did now. There it is. <laughs> oh my gosh, look at Tim Puddles, brand new subscriber, is using those Rotto points like crazy. That's right, I think when right. you first subscribe, you get like a huge influx of them, so you can buy stuff right away. We have three ranks requests and a Trivial Pursuit and a top three. Oh, wow. Yeah, we got to get to work. Um, so uh... folks questions we'll get to them at the end question marks you know if, if you'd like to know about further escapades because i certainly had an escapade i don't know if you had any more um but for starters let's uh bring up the bring up the bring up the wheel the let's wheel see. hopefully it's not broken and we'll see what trivia is afoot do 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 where's the wheel there it is boop okay and right and it's been so long i don't remember how to do this anymore all right oh i have to oh, come wow. over here now and uh right it's probably gonna be uh-oh Shoot, it's been so long, it's turned off. So will this actually work? No, it won't. But, yes, I don't need to know that, Streamlabs. Please close that. No, I can't do it. So if I go away and come back, will that work? Oh. All righty, please. Otherwise, I have to open another browser. Okay, there we go, there we go, there we go. Spin. Spin like there's no tomorrow. What is the trivia today? Okay. do 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 uh-oh. General purpose oh, trivia. General. Sorry, folks. You still almost so got to hear the Dave Turchy story. <laughs> but no luck. No luck for you. Uh, let me put that wheel away. But I think, folks, you could still make one more trivia request. That's what your auto points are for. All right. Um, let's see. We need some general purpose trivia. Quickly to the browser. Uh, inter- All right. So I need to do a, a, Google, a Google search for interesting fun trivia facts and let's see what google gives us um oh those are terrible um all right and that's boring let's see this website parade.com promises promises 101 fun facts we'll be the judge of that parade okay okay i actually knew that the first one all right okay well that's kind of obvious oh okay uh all right yeah Come on, these are lame. Um, okay, oh, this is wow, that's interesting. Uh, Ruel, okay. yes, how many muscles are in your fingers? Ooh, muscles in the fingers that's really ill. Wow, I'm looking at there's got, there's got to be way more than I think. I'm gonna say, uh, we'll say two, ten, I'll say 12 muscles. It's a trick question, there are none. There are no really? muscles in your fingers. They are entirely controlled by muscles further down your arm. Really? There's just the tendons. No muscles here. No good oh. meat on these bones. So there are actually no muscles in your fingers. That's interesting. Yep. That's interesting. That's interesting. That is interesting. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Although uh, the audience perhaps has um, some slightly more fun trivia. Uh, Bing like says, R2-D2 is the most vulgar Star Wars character. They had to bleep out every word he said. That is hilarious. <laughs> I've never heard that, but I love it. I like that. That is good stuff. Thanks, Okay. Bing. So that was some random right. trivia. Sorry, folks. Uh, if you get lucky cool. on the wheel, maybe you'll get trivia about me and Ruel and our former lives, or even present lives. Yeah. 
But, um, right, so that's done. Okay, Trivial cool. Pursuits. You're welcome, Nazgoth. Mark is complete. We have um, three Ruel ranks, then a top three, then a Trivial Pursuit. Let's, let's, let's Ruel rank something, shall we? Okay, let's rank something. Shall yeah. we? Let me go over to the Ruel. Oh, you know what? Actually, hold on a second. Before we do that, let's just give away a game. Because that's another thing. Oh we yeah, do. even better. Yeah, even yeah, better. Let's, let's go for that. Alrighty, yeah. let's let one lucky winner. Oh, who was it? It's uh, what were we giving away? We were giving away World Breakers. World Breakers. Um, uh, which, which seems really, really cool. A lot of people were interested. In it. It's it's definitely been successful on Kickstarter, so I'm very, very happy about that. But let's go over mm-hmm. to the browser and see who uh, gets last week's sponsor of the show. One copy of World Breakers coming right. Wow, there's your a lot way. of people in this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nice. And the sports bra redefines support from SheFit. <laughs> right. This wheel brought to you by SheFit. Jana H. All right, Jana H. Congrats. Congratulations, Jana. I, has Jana H won before? I seem to recall a Jana winning. No. I really? think so. I think Jana. I believe I'm. I'm pretty certain. Jana, really? congratulations! If I am correct, our first double winner of the game. Wow! Oh my gosh! I know. Wow! I mean, that is statistically very unlikely. Um, yeah! Wow! Yeah! Um, I, I, I kind of remember what the H stands for uh, because I remember uh. somebody had suggested. Oh, I, 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 I yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, that's that's wow. that's amazing. Wow! It is Jana's lucky day. Uh, this is the show for her. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jana. Woo! All right, Jana. I will be in touch with you again after the end of the show so we can uh, figure out all of that business. Nice, nice, cool. nice. Okay. All right. So, what are we going to do now? Oh, right. Oh, right, right, right. What are we going to do? Oh, we're going to do some the Ruel ranks. ranking. Ranking of Ruel. I need to get to the Ruel, la, 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 the, 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 ra, the Raviola Library. Uh, I just can't say it. I give up. I give up. We're going to the Raviola Library. Um, let's see. Back at your jet lag. Oh man, I am. I am so toasted. Yeah, I mean, playing an epic game of Ark Nova after with two hours of sleep. I can't even imagine that, but that's great. Uh, I love that y'all did that. Yep, yep. Okay. Let's okay. rank. Okay. So, do you like any here that you'd uh, like to talk about? Do you need this a little bit bigger, by the way, to see more? Well, but if you see more, no, then you have fine. fewer options. You can read it. That's fine. Uh, Let's see, we've got the... Oh, I already ranked the Night Cage. Oh, uh, I get to start making right a poll. Yeah. Uh, new I, poll. I see Night of the Ninja, we World ranking. Auto Racing, and Fabled Fruit. Do you want to do all those? Uh, those are the three that we get yeah. to choose are from. Any, right? Are any of those good? That yeah, you can rank? Are, uh, yeah, I can rank any one of those. I'm, all right, I'm Fabled Fruit, Night of... The Ninja and World... Oh, World Auto Racing, right. You did a, a live uh, playthrough yeah, of that for the channel. a live run-through of that here right. on the channel. And now you can say what you really think because this is not a sponsored uh, <laughs> racing. All right, cool. This, right. this part is not sponsored, so now... Uh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right, folks. Okay, uh, folks. Start voting. You've got a couple minutes. You can use your channel points if you want to see something particularly. I am going to register my vote. Vote. And... Uh, all right, so and we got a couple minutes. So have you played any of these bit. games, Richard? Have you played any? I of these have games? played Fable Fruit, and I Fable feel Fruit, like yeah. I played World Auto Racing because, of course, I watched your run through. Yeah, but uh, way the Ninja, I know nothing about that one. That's a yeah. uh, black box to me. That's a. Uh, it's been a ninja in my life so far. 
All right. Interesting game. But apparently Night of the Ninja is what people want to hear about because people love ninjas. It's the the cult of the new as well. That's probably the newest game on the list. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, you know what? You know what we should have done? Since we have three ranks, we should have put six on the oh. list and the top three are what we'd rank. Oh, that's... yeah. That would I can end this poll oh, wait, and do can that. You, can you put that many in a poll? Yes. No, I can only put okay. five. Five, okay. All right, so, wow, we got a lot of votes coming in. Fable Fruit's taking the lead again. Yep, yep, yep. No one wants to know about World Auto Racing, huh? No, apparently not. Apparently I mean, that, that was okay. a big hit on Kickstarter, wasn't it? It did pretty well. It was, they, they raised over 100 grand. They, they knocked Wow, it out the really? Yeah, they crushed it. And I, I that remember little car I told card you when, game. Yeah, remember when, when it came in as like as far as, hey, do you guys want to cover this? And I, I told... Uh, uh, I Our told friend. you. I, I remember mentioning that I think it's going to be a big hit, and sure enough, it was. Um, people love those collectible card games, especially this with this art and everything. Oh yeah, it looked great now, and it seemed sharp. Yeah, it looked great. It's really not my type of game, honestly, but playing it, I, I can see where why people I- enjoy it. And um, it's, I mean, it's a it's a solid game. There's a reason why they cracked over a hundred thousand. It, it's it's a good game. All right. But apparently, uh, all your uh, protestations to the contrary, it doesn't look like there's a last-minute rally for World Auto Racing. And we have a perfect tie for Fable Fruit and Night of the Ninja. What is happening? You folks can use your points to push it over the top. You can even use... What if I rank two of them to knock out two of them? Yeah, okay, so, sorry, World Auto Racing, but we're going to talk about two. So, uh, which one do you want to do first? Let's do um, uh, Night of the Ninja. All right, Night of the Ninja. Of course, we just talked a lot about World Auto Racing too, so it's kind of like we did it. <laughs> a, a four to eleven player game. Imagine that. What is and this? There's actually, they actually have a two player variant that you can print from the Brotherwise Games uh, website as well. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So I don't know if you can see the designer is Justin Gary. Uh, if that name sounds familiar, nope. he is the gentleman who designed Ascension. And he was a former Magic the Gathering professional. Oh my gosh, uh, wow. Yeah. So the pedigree here is really strong. So he basically, this is a social deduction game. Okay. And as you all know, if you know me, I'm not a social deduction fan. However, with the card play in this game, I really enjoyed this. Way more than I thought I would. Um, I got to play it with the Brothers Murph, Paula Deming, and also uh, Johnny um, from uh, Brotherwise Games. We did a, a live stream of it uh, a few okay. months ago. It's wonderful. It's... Um, it's a social deduction game that plays in 15 minutes. Well, there's so many of them. What uh, makes this one different? This one, what makes it different is the card play. So it's almost like, uh, what is that game? You know, Citadels? Sure. Um, it's got a little bit of that. Uh, you can see the, the number of cards. So those cards are going to come out in numerical order. You call one. Oh, I see. One plays that. Yeah, number two. But you're not on the same team every round. Some rounds are going to be on one team. The next, it just, it's sort of random as far as like, okay, am I going to be on the red team or the blue team? And then if you are, then you still want to win by yourself, but you want your team to win as well. It's because you'll get points for the team and you'll get points for yourself. Okay. So you're still looking you, out for Do you know one. who's on your team? Uh, it's through the power deduction. You will find out who's, uh, who's so on So all team. you know is I'm on this team and I have no idea. Do you, you might be yep. by yourself on a team? exactly you wow. may be by yourself it's really cool how they did this and you know as you play certain cards you can you sort of get a feel for you know okay so and so just played this they're probably on my team so i'm gonna play that 
it's really clever and again for someone that's not a uh, social deduction fan this one was good I, I i genuinely liked it i would play it again i actually thought i'd play it at the the convention last week because it's a perfect convention oh game. gosh yeah I mean, up to 11 players you know? that sounds really cool but, i would like to have tried it yeah yeah so night of the ninja on my scale um i'm gonna rank it it's definitely a seven it's a solid game i would go 7.25 i i liked it uh I, I thereby probably broadly agreeing with board game geek at a 7.3 7.3 okay cool wow not sure interesting of course yeah i've I know why I've never heard of it, because as soon as I see four-player minimum, I just, okay, that literally yeah. gets filed away in a portion of my brain that will never yep. be uh, seen, heard from again. Uh, but no, that's really cool. Okay. Cool. All right. All right, so well, I, mean, I, 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 I don't know if anybody has heard of this game, but that actually, yeah, if you like social deduction, I'm, I'm sure this can't be the first social deduction game that's ever done the, oh, I don't know whose team I'm on. Um, right. I mean, I mean, Battlestar Galactica, you don't know who your fellow... Yeah. Well, no, do, yeah. no, Cylons know who their fellow Cylons are, don't they? Um, well, no, because uh, it, remember that in, in Battlestar Galactica, you can change. Like, you could be Oh, that's right. You could become one. Sudden, you, you yourself didn't know that you've been... Um, yeah. yeah, but I mean, that, that sounds really cool. I mean, I, yeah, I like was, uh, the idea of social deduction. I just never get a chance to play them. Have you tried yeah. the two-player variant? Do you know anything about I, it? I haven't. Um, I actually, I went to the website. I think I downloaded it because I, I wanted to try it with Michelle to see how it worked. But I haven't actually tried it yet. But um, the, it is available. Wow. All right. Cool. Okay, and I think our All other right. winner was Fabled Fruit. Fabled Fruit, yeah. Uh, this is uh, a Friedman Freeze game, I Yes, believe. it is. Um, because it starts, I know, because you see all the Fs in the title. Uh, yep, so, yep, yep. of course, it's going to be Friedman's games. Uh, it's a worker placement game, but the worker spaces are on cards, as you see, yep. see there. I, I like the theme, of course. Michelle and I, we're big foodies. So if, you're ha- if you have a game about food, me and Michelle are all over it. Uh, in this case, you're making smoothies, I think, from yes, fruits and stuff. from the Fabled Fruit, and, yep. uh, yeah, it's pretty straightforward, but what, what's clever about this game, it's a legacy-style game where once you finish... Um, uh, no, it's not! Card, stop! I'm going to stop you right there. Game? I thought there you is no... Out, right? le- legacy implicitly means something gets destroyed. Oh, destroyed. Yes. Okay. You, it's a so campaign, this would be more of a campaign game, game? Because you will play through multiple... I mean, it's an infinite campaign because of the way you can just keep changing the world and it loops and goes forever. But no, it is not a legacy game. You do not tear up cards. You do not apply stickers. You do not bring out Sharpies. You're allowed to if you want, but you are not called upon to do so. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so I stand corrected. Yes. So you uh, play the cards, and as the cards are removed, you bring a new deck of cards with new actions. And it's basically resource management, right? You got a bunch of fruit and you're trying to make smoothies and I think shakes or something like that. Super cute theme, super cute uh, gameplay. I would say it's like a gateway style worker placement Very gameplay. Very like Yeah. Yeah, pretty much a half hour or so. Yep. Um, we liked it. Um, I don't think it's the greatest worker placement game, but it's perfectly fine. Um, I would rank this... Well, I'm looking at the BGG page now. I'm sort of cheating. It's at a seven. I feel like a seven's good. Um, I may even rank it... I'll tell you what, it's a little better than a 7. I'll say it's a 7.12. 7.12. So, I mean, you sounded pretty down on it, and you're giving it almost the exact same rating that you gave Ninja, which you sounded pretty up on. There's apparently a you know what big gulf oh, here, between 7.1 and 7.25, or wherever you were just working. So here, here it is. It's because I'm a worker placement fan. I am not a social deduction fan. That definitely plays in my Okay, rankings. yes. Yeah. So and, and these are your ratings. You are not trying to give any kind of objective. This is the determinative stamp right. of quality of this game. This is how much we like it. So exactly. this gets that, a bump why... for the worker placement. Ninja gets a knock yep. 
And even though, so would you say Ninja is the superior design game? Uh, uh, Trying to be as objective as possible, I would say yes. I I would say yes, Ninja is objectively a better design. But, you know, Fable Fruit, you can play with two players, so it's going to get to the table way more than uh, Night of the Ninja. I think Freedomin is giving you the eye. You better bump your score up a little bit there. Did I bump it up another point four? Yeah, just uh, yeah, because he's coming for you. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Now this so one, I have this. Play- your thoughts? Um, I have yeah. played it. I think it's very, very clever. You know the the you know the, the whole notion of it's a worker placement game that will slowly evolve over multiple games because old worker placement spots go, new ones come out. Uh, as you go through, you'll get different combinations of things. It's a very simple recipe fulfillment. Uh, you know, goods conversion game, worker placement stuff. I think all that stuff's very nice. I I thought it was very well done, and um, it's terrible at two players. It is That's, awful. Yeah. It yeah. Uh, it just goes to show how Freedom and Freeze hates couples gamers because uh, it would have been so easy to put a couple of simple little rules to tighten this up for two players. Um, you know, like, uh, like borrow from space, Dungeon right? Pets. Blocking a space or something. Yeah, a, a, a third meeple that just literally moves clockwise around the you know the stuff, yeah. and it's just so. Oh, I know. Oh, he's going to be there in two. I better do this now. Something as yeah. simple as that would have so elevated this game. And the fact Agreed. that they couldn't even be bothered. It functions as a two-player game, but it's, it's practically rote. There's no tension. There's no worry. You just yeah. kind of go through the motions. I have gotten a chance to play a higher player count game. And yeah, this is a game where you want to play with as many people as you can. Um, so it gets more and more interesting. And people are giving um, you know stuff to each other because they're blocking and, and all that kind of stuff. But as a two-player game... Now... What I'll say, though, is I love the core idea here. I thought it was brilliant the way it evolves over time. I, I could yep. see if I had a big group of players, we might have come back to it over and over again. His follow-up to this, Fine Sand, have you played that? No, I've not played It that. has the same basic idea that over multiple games, the cards you have to play with, it's a, it's not worker placement, it's a hand management game, but the over multiple games, the, st- the types of cards are available change and evolve. Old ones go, new ones come out. You never know exactly what combination you're going to get as the game evolves. That is fantastic. It is Jen's favorite Freedom and Freeze game. Oh, okay. So, yeah, totally as an aside. Then. And it goes to show that Freedom and can play, make a good game for two players. He just most of the time mm-hmm. doesn't want to. I guess. Right, right. Uh, he's too busy okay. trying to um, find the world's last remaining supply of paper money to be able to put in his game. So he just doesn't have time. <laughs> or the or the last game title that starts with F. Or, yeah, yeah. He's, he must be running short. Plus, he has to make him work in, in German and English. So German that's tough, English, too. That's right. Yeah. So All right, there well, it is. Fabled Fruit. Yep. Hey, so right. we have done two ranks. Uh, a rank. Very nice. And uh, another rank. And um, let's see. So we still got another one. We we've done enough of that. And we yeah. do we want to do another trivia or do we want to do a top three? Because then we got to get to the show. What do you think? Yeah. Well, how about a top three? Let's change it up. All right, Goblin nine eight nine dash for top three, folks. Oh, we're done with that. Audience participation time. Um, start throwing out suggestions. What would you like to know? The definitive list of three could be anything. Could be game related. Could be pop culture related, you know, whatever you like. Um, and then, uh, you know, when Ruel spots three, I'll put him into a poll. You will vote, and then we will tell you the um, indefatigable, you know, unapproachable, um, <laughs> once and for all, written in stone on the side of a mountain, top three of whatever that topic is. So okay. let's see. I will start a new, a new poll. What's the three to be? All right. All right. So, so you, you see, you like. Uh, let's see. Cabbage says 
Uh, this one, I'd probably, I'll pass on this one, but top three tea flavors. I only like one tea, so. Uh, I'm, I'm You're definitely in the right? Ted Lasso um, school of thought when it comes to tea. What's the Ted Lasso school of thought? Oh, I, I wish I could do it. He has very many, he's an American in England. He has very many jokes about how awful tea is. Oh, okay, nice. Uh, top three breakfast cereals, I could do that. All right, I could do that. Breakfast okay. cereals. All right. Uh, okay, well, we'll get a gamer one, yeah. too. Uh, top three game mechanisms. Have we done this before? I don't think that. I don't think game mechanisms. Uh, no? All right. Okay. Mechanisms. All righty. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, Kabuki's got another interesting one here. Top three pinball tables. Huh. Pinball tables. Um, I don't know about that one. I, just the, the little toy pinball machine I had as a kid. That's all I got. <laughs> so I can... I, I, yeah. <laughs> Top you, three uses of potatoes. <laughs> you, 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 I'm, I'm typing when you're telling me which ones you like. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll pass on that one. Um, let's see. Three favorite birds. Do I? Do we have three favorite birds? Okay, here's... Uh, this one I, I think we've done before. Top three deluxe components, or we've talked about... We have talked components about components. Before. We have done something okay. adjacent to that, I think. Okay. Cool, and, we've cool, done, cool. Uh, you know, uh, and we've done a whole top ten accessories as yes. well. Okay, this one just, uh, we're not going to do this, but it made me laugh. Top three beard creams. <laughs> uh, yeah, you would be on your own for that. Yeah. Uh, oh, it is a good one from uh, Old Man Coaster. Top three documentary films. Documentary I like that one. I don't know if films. I can. Oh, man. All right. Those are, that's good. I'm putting on potatoes on there. You can put the potato- <laughs> potatoes. 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 Oh, e, toes with an E. All right. So, uh, once again, folks, you have two minutes to tell us what's it to be. Three silly things or one serious thing? Um, I don't know how, where it's going to go from there. Oh, potatoes off to the early lead. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you were so quick to skip on that one. I'm really? Potatoes? It just... Wait, are, do you, have a, are, you, mean, are I... you not a big potato guy? No, potato I is guy. one of In the fact... greatest foodstuffs in the universe. You know what? You're you're right. I I do. You know, given now, given the choice between a potato or rice, I'm rice a hundred times, hundred hundred percent. But I do like me a good potato. You know what occurs um, to me now? I am almost positive. Back when I was doing corner to corner with Tom, we had a similar thing uh-huh. of like this, and I'm pretty sure uh-huh. Tom and I did this very specific one because I remember arguing with somebody, and it must have been him about our gratin. And uh, oh my gosh, really? Yep. Well, if it gets voted, I want to hear your take on our gratin. <laughs> I don't know if I have a take on my gratin or not. Yep. Well, folks, you've still got a minute. You can use your rotto points. Potatoes you can are use, the lead. Uh, bits if you really want to juice the stats. Is it juice or juke? What's the quote from um, The Wire? Is all about juking the Is stats? It, I think it's juking I the stats. I thought it was juicing the stats. Oh, man. Now, now you got me uh, thinking. Yep. Juicing the I'm stats. Sure, I'm sure somebody in the audience knows. Was it? I mean, yeah, that was like the whole first juking. season. That's you're, all you're, they talked about. Yep, you are right. Juking, juking the stats. The stats. Juking, yeah. yeah, like you know, Gosh, like bumping a joke. juke machine, I guess. That's right. Okay, well, that's really more of a uh, pinball thing. So who do we got here? I don't know. We're oh, we're getting close to the wire. We're Down to the wire, in fact. Look at that. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive 
as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Ah, okay. Oh, oh, oh game mechanisms and potatoes. Oh, my gosh. What? And yeah, and documentary films, breakfast cereals, nobody cares. Potatoes no one cares. versus wow. gameplay mechanisms. It could go either way. Oh my gosh, we're not going to have another tie, are we? Somebody's trying to get in their last minute. Oh, potatoes are so close. Wow, yeah. 141 to 147. <laughs> wow. Sorry, potatoes. Sorry. Well, that'll have to wait for another day. Clearly, okay. there's a huge groundswell of, of spud support out there. <laughs> All right. Um, so, as far as you know, the featured chat thing that I have up, the, What's that? my browser just crashed. That's why I can't take down the old man coasters thing there. Oh no! Yeah. Is, is it dead? Oh, oh, I, oh! It will eventually go down. Um, yeah, it's just it's yeah. Dead this on my is hand. a really good system, but I have seen that that sometimes the page you just refresh and just nothing, and it just spins and spins. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I've had right that now? happen on my streams as well. Yep, it's just spinning. So oh, maybe on your end, future you, you dot chat. Why won't technology just work well? Why is that too much to ask for? But anyway, so <laughs> what are we? So we are not. Go, do we have to wait for that to disappear? And ironically, know, it used right? to be set to disappear in two minutes, and I just changed it to disappear at five or something like that. So we have to wait <laughs> for five minutes. We got five minutes to go until, or we can. No, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. This just won't, well, okay. Well, I can get rid. I can. I can manually hide it. Uh, I'll, I'll just yeah. manually hide the. Uh, where is it? All right, so I have to go into the. What do I have to go into? I have to go into the alert layer. Normally, I don't do that while we're live. All righty, chat box, alert box, feature chat. All right, so we're just going to hide that for now, and we'll fix it later. Okay. Uh, but anyway, cool. um, not top three documentary films. Sorry, old man coaster. Um, let's see. Uh, worker placement, or uh, no, not worker placement. But you're going to do worker placement, aren't you? I'm definitely doing worker placement. Worker yeah, placement that's, is that's so cool. tired, man. It is so I love out. worker placement. I love worker placement. Yeah, I know. You want to go to the mat for that, don't you? Oh, I mean, don't I'm get me wrong. I got nothing against worker placement. But a few years yeah. ago, I did a top 10 favorite gameplay mechanisms. And worker placement uh-huh. honestly did not make my top 10. It didn't make the top 10? It did are not. There are 10 other. And there's probably more like 12 wow. or 15. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. There are lots of amazing worker placement games that I love. Yeah. But, um... Not for the worker wow. placement. I mean, it's just. Oh my god! But I can't deny it's it's just about perfect. That is certainly yeah. true. Uh, it is yeah. a uh, a flawless mechanism. It's so easy to teach. It's so universal. It's yep. here. You know what? I, I here's why I'll put it in. I love euros, and usually mm-hmm. euros, you are a disembodied force in the universe, right? And um, so it's harder to make a connection. The best thing about worker placements is that feels like you. It's not you. It's your agents. But it yeah. does let you kind of project yourself into that world a little bit more. Agreed. Um, Agreed 100%. Especially, I mean, you know, the worker placement games of 10 years ago are much different now, right? The the genre has evolved. The mechanism has evolved. Yeah. You know, I know one of our favorite, we've always talked about Shem Phillips. I mean, what he's doing with worker placement uh, mechanisms. Oh, yeah. Games there are so many really, cool things really being nice. done yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, and it's not just workers. It's dice worker placement and all the rest yep. of it. I'm, I'm back into yeah. feature chat. I think it's gotten itself straightened out. Okay. So we uh, should be back to good to go. Uh, if you want to just throw something on screen just to make sure. Let if I turned me... it back on correctly. Okay. 
Did I turn it back on correctly? Logging no, I don't think in. I did. No, I didn't. I fixed it. Okay. I got rid of the old thing, but then I didn't turn it back on. So I got to go back into alerts and I have to yeah. turn back on feature chat. Now, uh, feature a chat. Do this. Feature it. Feature it. All right, cool. All right, so we're back to Agricola, our amazing worker placement. Agreed, Bing. Agreed. So there it is. I I can do that. The feature chat is working again. Here's the interesting thing. I mean, I am so down on worker placement. Agricola didn't make my top 10 worker placement games. I've done that list twice, even though Agricola is in my personal top 10 games of all time. Um, Mm -hmm. Because the worker placement in that game is just so vanilla. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, Viticulture is a bit better because it's got like the Grande, you know, I mean, and yep. so, I mean, it's, it's very versatile. There's a million things you can do with it, you know, paying, sharing, yeah. bumping, uh, th- you know, uh, workers with unique powers. So right. I guess really I'm, I'm very down on vanilla worker placement, but it, it you, yeah. so much you can do, I guess. All right. But, I mean, one of your favorite games of last year wasn't it Roll Camera? That's dice worker placement, correct? Yes. Um, but honestly, if that were a competitive game, I don't think I'd be that keen on it. It's so because uh, okay. because it's a cooperative yeah. worker placement game, and that is rarer Got than it. hen's teeth. The world hasn't seen much of that, and we need more of it. Um, but anyway, I, 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 I'll get I'll, I'll I'll go for it. Um, but okay, for the, the my top one of my top ones. Um, has to be uh, multi-use cards. Yes. Yeah. I mean that is so good. Having a hand of cards and having wanting to use all of them for their stated purpose. I mean, whether it's as simple as Race for the Galaxy. Oh, I have to trash cards to play other cards. Why isn't that the way Richard Garfield made magic? Why did he introduce <laughs> us to stupid mana cards and all of that garbage? Oh my God, magic would be so much better as a multi-use card game. Um. <laughs> But then you get into, uh, I don't know, La Granja or, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, Glory to Rome, where you know, each Glory card has multiple functions on it. There is so much you yeah. can do with that, and I don't think we see near enough of it. And it's just always so tension because when it's done well, it's always just painful in the most extreme degree to give up this yeah. to make that happen. And, I mean, Jen and I love hard, agonizing decisions. So, yeah, multi-use cards, I... I um, if you'll allow it, I'll let uh, we we can have a negotiation for worker placement. Is that fine? No, yeah, I'm absolutely 100 percent behind multi-use cards. I love you know just uh, just thinking it just uh, popped in my mind. There's that Charles Chuddick game called Red Seven, which is a very light uh, game, but it has multi-use uh, uh, cards in it. Mm-hmm. It's just but it's a very simple game. You're just trying to play colors or uh, numbers. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's it's like a distillation of uh, all his other uh, um, uh, games. But yeah, I, I love multi-use cards as well. I, yeah, I, I mean, that's just something you put in any game, that game got better. Yeah, yep. um, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Although you, you don't really see that much done with it. I mean, I think I just pretty much described the, the two uses of it. They, you know, the <laughs> race for the galaxy thing of, oh, trash cards, do you play other cards? Or, hey, there's a bunch yeah. of stuff on this card. And so I would say it's pre- arguably not as versatile as workers. Um, yeah. But because it's almost more of a sub-mechanism. Right. I mean, there are very few games that are right. built 100% around it. No, that's not true. There's a lot of games that are built 100% around it. And it just works. So what's our yeah. third one? I mean, if, if we know those are two of the three greatest ga- board game mechanisms of all time. What's the third yeah. one? Yeah, wow. I um, so, I'd be interested to know what the audience thinks. I know I have right. a very very I I I don't think I could make this argument in good conscience, but I love simultaneous reveal games. 
Oh, I love okay. it so much because whatever else you're doing, whatever it is that you're trying to decide that everybody has to choose simultaneously and then everybody reveals the, the, the flourish, ta-da! or ta-da. Um, I mean, I love that. I love to, you know, yes, you didn't do what I wanted or because it instantly adds a level of interaction that to me is so much more interesting than just punch, 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 steal, steal, steal. A much more interesting interaction yeah. of must get in your brain. What are you yeah. going to do? Tell me what you're gonna do. Okay, I'll figure it out myself. What do you got? And um, you know, and, and you know, that interaction that is real and interesting and not cheap and old and dated and phoned in. I love the simultaneous reveal. It brings drama to any experience. Um, about the only place I don't like it is simultaneous reveal auctions. Although those can be done well. The blind mm-hmm. bidding, they just never, ever are. They're always done really stupidly. There's a few key yeah. things that every blind bid designer out there just fails to do every time that turns it from um, fun and exciting and dramatic into, yeah, I think I'll pass on playing that game. But what else about you? <laughs> what else do you like? I mean, you know, you're, you're talking me into the simultaneous reveal. Really? Thing because I actually just, yeah, I just played a game at Dice Tower West that used it very, I thought used it very effectively. Uh, Roy Kennedy's game coming up on GameFound called Last Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought, folks, uh, it lived up to the hype and then some. I was really, really impressed with that design. It's his first design. Like he's not a game designer. He, he's you know works for the Dice Tower, does the tech stuff, but he loves Forex games. And this one, he, it's it's I it was I was honestly blown away. He he created a Forex game. We played a six player game in sixty minutes, literally a one hour of a forex game which you never hear of and it's because he did the simultaneous uh, reveal uh every every hand or every round you're playing a uh, card at the same time and certain ones you want people not to play at a certain time and stuff i do like that mechanism a lot uh the other one i was thinking of it's very basic it's just standard it's uh dice chucking i love rolling dice just There's rolling about, dice it's I, just, obviously it's yes it is fun to roll dice and it's that fun, can be used there's for so good many ways or for that evil. designers have changed it these days like yes the the act of rolling dice i love the tactile sensation but you know designers these days you can't just roll dice and take the number like there's so many ways to uh to uh mitigate your your luck yes. and to use those dice uh we were just talking about roll roll camera you can use it as dice worker placement yeah um other ways you can you know uh wow. castles of burgundy a classic right I mean, the dice. audience is throwing out really good suggestions. I mean, what about deck building? What about oh, yeah. rondelles? What about push your luck? You know, I mean, what about yeah. imperfect communication, Nazgoth? I'm right there with you. What about so imperfect communication? Good. What about pick yeah. up and deliver? Pass. No. Yeah, um, and that's your pass. I know. <laughs> yep, uh, yeah, no offense. No offense. But um, <laughs> but yeah, just dice, dice. You're kind of right. I mean, obviously there are components, you know, but the rolling of dice. I mean, is is that too basic? It's, is, it's is that almost, like saying, "Oh, my favorite mechanism is playing a card on the table." Is that yeah, a mechanism? Yeah, and that's that's what I'm wondering. Is it is it too like broad uh, of a thing? But again, it's just it's something I've always loved to. Uh, my to favorite do mechanism is, is whether, shuffling. <laughs> yeah, right, shuffling. Yeah, but even like uh, when you're a kid, like the first, mo- a lot of us, the first game you play is Monopoly. And Monopoly, the most exciting part is rolling those dice. Do you get doubles? Do you can you move to the spot you want? There's just something inherently fun about chucking those bones, rolling those bones. I think so. That is interesting. I mean, you have gone. Choice, you have your two things you've mentioned are couldn't be more broad. And whereas I just yeah, went into right? like a very specific kind of granular, almost subcategory. Yeah, yeah, and I'm fine with that. Rolling. I think that's great. I honestly thought you were going to take a Rondell. That I, I seriously. I love Rondells. I Rondells are in my top ten. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I absolutely adore them. 
Um, oh boy, I you kind of talked me into dice. It feels cheesy and wrong, but I mean, again, it's so broad. And you know, the act of rolling dice and there's, I mean, either whether it's resolving stuff or you know, harvesting resources, you know, dividing them up. I mean, there have been so many cool, amazing things that are done with it. And at the heart of it, it is just always a game is more fun if you're if you've just got that danger. That element. And then yeah. the tactile nature to it, too. The sound, the noise. Yep. yep. I mean, Jeez I was Louise. Just thinking about, yeah, I was thinking of uh, Three Sisters, the game that you ha- you refuse to play until we get uh, <laughs> enough subscriptions here. You know, that uses dice, but there's ways to uh, manipulate those dice. And it has a rondelle built into it as well. So if you got a rondelle with dice, I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, dice is a yeah. flavor you put on anything. But I'll do yep. it. I'll do it. Yeah. All right. So yeah. our top three mechanisms of all time are worker placement, multi-use cards, and dice. And dice. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody sees that in writing, I don't think we'll hear the end of it. I mean, oh, hopefully no, they will come will. And, uh, and 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 at least give some consideration to the thought process that went into it. All right. I don't yeah. know what the audience thinks of that. What did the audience think? Because that was I did not expect that to go that direction. Yeah. They're wondering. We should have gone for the potatoes. I think the potatoes would have been yeah. <laughs> Custom faces are always oh, a good thing. Oh, custom faces, says Tim. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I, I'll go for it. And I'll go for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean bag bills sort of like Roll for the Galaxy. I actually prefer Roll to the Galaxy, you know, because it's Race for exactly, the Galaxy, yeah. but with dice. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. You know? I mean, dice drafting, uh, you know, uh, all kinds of things you can do with them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, well, I think we have all right. done all we can do because we're actually here to film a show. And then hopefully have a little bit of time at the end to do some Q&A. Have people start asking questions and answers. Um, oh, only oh two in the queue. So uh, apparently not too terribly much. Queues, All right. Yeah. Maybe we won't need much Q&A time. Folks, All right. we're about to... Oh, oh, oh. We're about to start recording the show. But before we do, we need a secret word. Oh, okay. I kind of feel like the secret what word should be either dice or potato. <laughs> <laughs> I like potato. <laughs> but how can we do a potato? In this I mean... Uh, um, let me check my list. Uh, I mean, dice is too dangerous that we'd say it by accident, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, dice is... And potato, I don't know how to work potato. I, I can, actually, I, I can... I have a couple different ways really? I can work potato in, I think. Okay. Yeah, because I, I took last week, so if you want to take this week's, that'd be great. Okay, all right, there we go then. Um, I all right. So folks, since you're watching live, you get the extra added benefit of knowing that I'm the one who'll say it. So you have to listen for me to say it. Um, Ruel is not going to say it unless he says it by accident because potatoes come up so often in our general day-to-day conversations. Um, let's see. Also, before we get going, um, in case you didn't know, if you subscribe to the Twitch channel, which means you get to watch without ads, you get a bunch of other benefits. They're all listed down below. But one of them is, if you cannot hear me ever saying the word potato, um, you can just directly whisper me on Twitch. I will see that, oh, you're a subscriber? And I'll just tell you when it was said, so that you will be able to enter the contest without having to go through... I mean, the number of times where I feel bad every week. I watched the show three times and I still couldn't find it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. We hit it too well. 
Um, <laughs> so yeah, there, there's there's all kinds of cool benefits. Scroll down below the video if you'd like to see a list of them. You know, discounts on merchandise, and also if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you can subscribe for free, so you can get all those features. Um, oh, I have to put up a new exclusive video this month because another thing, every month, uh, subscribers on Twitch get to see a, a an exclusive, uh, won't see seen anywhere else, a full gameplay session of a game with me and Jen. Last month it was. Uh, Black Angel. I haven't even decided what this month should be, but um, you know, if you're a subscriber and you ask, I'll send you the link for it. So there's a lot of reasons to subscribe if you want to, and therein ends the uh, commercial for uh, supporting the show. I'm forgetting right. anything else. We got our secret word. We're ready to go. I need to warn everybody: we yeah. are not going to be um, interacting with the audience. Is there anything we've yep. missed in the audience that we need to uh, do? Yeah. I've just been going through. I mean, people are still talking about potatoes and stuff. I, I think we're good to go. Yeah. Did anybody say potatoes? Uh, there's. Uh, Did anybody well, say Bing. what's taters, precious, or anything like that? Oh, I think there's that's Bing was probably uh, channeling his inner Sam wise there. Yes, I imagine so. <laughs> okay. What's taters? Yeah, I, I'm good to go. When you are, you've got the secret word, and um, I think we're we're good. All right. Oh, I see Goblin saying, dang it, I subscribed too late. I want to see the Black Angel one. I haven't rolled out the new one, Goblin. So I'm just saying, if uh, uh, you, you I, I would imagine, you know, because I mean, I took a week off. I, I, I forgot to do everything I do at the beginning of a month. I haven't done my roundup yet. Uh, my monthly roundup. I'm going to film that tomorrow, probably. And uh, so, yeah, folks, uh, if you're a subscriber, start whispering. You can. It's not too late to catch the Black Angel playthrough. Uh, I think the previous month was Zulkin, Tribes and Prophecies. We'll figure out what next month is. And uh, otherwise, yeah, let's uh, get this show on the road now. Oh, before oh, we get on the road, not are you on the road. your month? Sorry, your monthly roundup. Uh, do you do that live? I forget. Do you do that live? I have been doing it yeah. live for the last few months. Here's okay. the deal. Would you like a very sad tale of woe? Oh, no. Another one? I got my second rejection from Twitch. What? Really? Yep. Um, and, oh, and oh, God, they were dicks. Because no. I got, it was when we were waiting at um, Smash Burger. Yeah, because we, we went oh. and had dinner at Smash Burger. And I saw yeah, it, yeah. and I'm like, oh, my God, look at this. And, yeah. uh, and I was about to tell everybody, and then like 30 seconds later, another email co- came saying, oh, you, uh, you know, you're not good enough, check back in a couple of weeks. And what? I was like, oh, if, if I was a little really? low energy there, it was probably not, but I didn't want to tell everybody, I didn't want to bring everybody down, so. Oh, yeah, that's, so did they, uh, did they just tell you you didn't reach the it, numbers, or is No, it... there are no numbers, it's just, you know, I mean, like the they number... are not incentivized to do it, because okay. it means we make more money off of this show, they, they make less yeah. money, we make more money. And so, yeah. I, I've officially hit their numbers consistently, That's what um, I but it yeah. says in small print, note, this does not guarantee partnership status. And yeah. I mean, and you know, I'm wow. sure, uh, the Brothers Murphy went through this for like a yep. half a year. They're they just still kept going chasing that. Yep. And yep. I figure, you know what, it's not going to happen for me unless I start covering video games. So... That is the main reason wow. I was doing live streams of the roundups and the podcasts yeah. and all that. And I think I am demoralized enough that I'm going to stop doing that. Because honestly, it oh. makes that act so much more stressful. So much yeah. more work to live stream those rather than just record it myself. So I, yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind ah, of on the fence about it. Uh, thanks, Twitch. Oh, what a bummer. Yeah, I know. That's... Such a bummer. I, 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 yeah. I, wherever, the, wherever Mike and Nick are, I feel their pain. I, I've gone through it, yeah. too. But I bet you they never yeah. actually got the approval thing and then right after got the, ah, uh, you suck. 
And I wrote, um, but I just got the approval. So that was a mistake. And that was it. Wow. Yeah. That, that's, oh, that's terrible. Oh, Twitch. What are you doing to us, Twitch? That's, yep. that's so not cool. Yep, yep, yep. Not yeah. Cool. Um, well, we don't do, we don't do the video that. game numbers. We just, you know, yeah. that's, we don't do. It's uh, unfortunate. If, I'm sure if you were willing to take your uh, Wookiee suit into a hot tub, <laughs> that might, uh, I don't know, that might that would certainly scare off our existing audience, but... Um, I was going to say, yeah, I, I want to build our audience, not lose it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. that, that's, a, that's a, such a bummer, because I feel like if you or, you know, the Brothers Murph or whoever could get that partner, I mean, that, that helps everyone in the board game exactly, space. Exactly, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah, it's just, oh, that's a, that's yeah, such I a mean, drag. So Paul has got it, but again, yep. she, she does more than 50% video, video games. games. Um, Becca's got it, but she does yeah. like almost exclusively RPG stuff. RPGs. You know, so yeah, if we were doing yeah. that stuff, I'm sure, but yeah. Um, <sighs> oh, thank you, Slivers. Uh, thank you, Slivers. Th- thanks for the cheer. I can't quite read the message. It's so tiny. What did it say? It says, uh, oh, oh, oh we'll- here. here it is. <laughs> Wookie onesie hot tub charity stream. I- <laughs> That's what we need. That would put us over the top. I agree. Yeah. And it was, really? you know, it was really nice meeting new slivers at uh, Dice Tower West. I'm so glad we got to, even though we didn't get to spend much time together, the fact that I could, you know, put a, a face to a, a screen name, that really meant a lot. Slivers, as actually, I, I got to say, the slivers actually gave me my copy of Dice Miner out of the kindness of his heart. He just uh, randomly, he shipped it over to me and Michelle one day a couple of months ago. Oh, wow. Like, it was a nice surprise. Yeah. So, so such a great part of the community. Thank you, Slivers. Yeah. Um, so anyways, well, I'm, I'm bummed about the Twitch thing, but you know what? We ah. will venture on, you know, we'll continue doing our thing. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it gets to a point where I have to wonder, is it worth even keeping affiliate? Because affiliate doesn't make that much. I mean, um, right. and we're, and we gave up multi-streaming, right? You know, yeah. we're oh, doing so- that. So, so they so they said no on the partnership. Can you continue to like go for a partner? Or oh yeah, yeah. No, work? they they said uh, check back again in two weeks. I'm in a perpetual. Oh, okay. Every two weeks, I can apply again. So I could Yay. keep doing that, but I don't yeah. know. I hate standing yeah. in line. And uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But that's okay. That's okay. okay. I mean, it was okay. it was a long shot. I knew that. But uh, now on to happier climbs. Our secret word is potato. Our sponsor this week is Key Enigma, which is on the table. Um, But our contest is actually... um, Oh, who publishes Azul? Why can't I think Uh, of it now? Floodgate? Uh, No. No, not Floodgate. Um, Uh, Plan B. Plan B, yes, yeah. Uh, They're doing an Azul package. uh, So people can win Azul and a cool little mug that looks really pretty. So that's what the giveaway... Oh, but then the other thing is these and this. Um, Yes. Because, uh, yeah, uh, actually, I, I don't know if I really should tell the story. I actually was reached out uh, on Board Game Geek by, from a Board Game Geek. Somebody actually I met years ago at Essen who was a Ukrainian gamer. And, uh, mm. you know, he told me some stories and whatnot. And I'm like, yeah, I, okay, I got to mm. get a shirt. Uh, we we got to do a little bit more. Last week, we, we uh, kind of piggyback off of Matthew Jude's fundraising. Yeah. But then it turned out that had to be canceled because JustGiving.com was apparently being problematic and stuff like that. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll talk about it in the actual show. But yep. Jen's doing a special thing. Not only can you get these things when you buy her stuff, but she's doing a, uh, a, a special new line of blue and yellow Ukraine flag uh, Witwat. 
And 100% of all of her proceeds for this will go directly to care.org, the same charity that uh, Ignacy Trepchak suggested for doing good work. And if Ignacy says they're good, they're good because, you know, he's, he's right there. He's right there, yeah. Yeah, okay, but he's cool. connected to so people. Are we doing, he's got are, partners in Ukraine and all that. Are we, are we doing multiple giveaways? No, just the no, one uh, giveaway. Yeah. Um, we're not giving stuff. away any Key Enigma stuff. We're just talking about it, yep. um, it. which is going to be tough because this is an escape room. You know, yeah. if I open this box, oh, there's stuff. Yeah. I know. So we'll have to, yeah. oh, I, and I've I gave it a little bit of thought. I think I know what I'm going to do. Um, plus, okay. we just like to play it by your here. So we're going to, yep. what's on the table? We'll do this. And then um, what should we do? Should we do, um, say, hey, by the way, um, we're not giving this away. Instead, we're giving away Azul because I've got a little picture of it. And, um, yep. and then we could do, the, or do we do the Ukraine stuff right up front? Knowing that, you know, a not insignificant amount of people don't watch past the first two minutes. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Well, if you're talking that way, then I feel like we should lead with the uh, Ukraine stuff right okay. away. I mean, it's, it's obviously got the, the shirt. I, you know, we'll just lead right into yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, hey, Rado, what are you wearing? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Or, uh, did you did you know? Um, okay. Yeah. Because we, we did um, actually set that up last week, and it just it didn't work out. Um, and people mm-hmm. still might watch that show from last week and say, wait, oh, should I do this? And like, no, no, you shouldn't. Uh, Matthew hasn't shut it down yet. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's probably good to lead with that. And then you can say, well, on happier news, what's on your table? And then we can do that. And um, There you go. And then we do that. Yeah. Oh, or no, oh, you know what? Actually, it'll end with happier news because then we'll talk about what Jen's doing. And I'll show mm-hmm. these. And I've got a picture of them. And, folks, also, uh, while we're at it for the rest of the year on Slightly Happier News, if you check out Jen's stuff at GamerGlass.art, you can get these as well. These are now a free hey. gift with purchase. And then we can go into, um, hey, what's on the table? And uh, and then what co- what are you giving away? Are you can even say well, are we giving away coffee? This no, we're not. Well, because we got a third thing to talk about. And then we can talk about Azul and oh. how great it is. And then we can get to the top ten. Does that sound good? Does that sound good, audience? That's, I don't know. Audience, let us know. Yes. Um, everyone's uh, yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Cool. 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 Okay. We then, are g- good to go. You want to put the little banner saying we're not going to be chatting with the audience? No, because we forgot last week. We don't start the show without um, some bloodletting. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah it's time. Only be one. And just to let you know, I have tried the banner text thing. Oh, you've tried a couple times and it's just not working Rightbox, for you? Rightbox, it it's not working. All right, we need to find a better solution then. Arr. But Arr. in the meantime, let them fight. All right, oh, what wow. do we got here? First of all, where am I? Hey. Oh, I'm off on the side. It's good to be on the side at first because you're not surrounded. <laughs> I haven't even been yep. touched yet, and I'm about to take out to live in Dice in L.A. Oh, live in oh. Dice in L.A. runs. You shouldn't bring um, ice cream cones to a Trident fight. Uh-oh, Dungeon Sound System is totally decked out as a Super Viking. Oh, no, I'm being surrounded. Oh, they're hitting me on all sides over there on the bottom right. Spiker, Dungeon Sound System, Tuxedo, and they combine to take me out. None of them, but now they turn on each other. Um, wow. No. Alliances so are short lived on the battlefield. And Health Pack appears. Who gets it? Sam got it. Oh, Sam, ah. it's your fight to lose. Andrew's coming up behind Sam for a backstab with a plunger, but Andrew gives up. It was too far to run, and then Andrew blows up. Alrighty, Sam mm-hmm. is on the run. Oh my gosh, soften oh, your please. razor. Still has 50% health. And he's chasing down Mercer, who is running, running. And Mercer is going to bravely face their fate. I'm going to try there and soften, goes. soften. And now it comes Boom. down to Sam. Sam with his Mario. Uh, Sam, turn around, run, get the health back. Run, Sam. <laughs> oh, no. oh no, Soften's getting it. Oh, getting it. oh no. So- no. All right, oh, okay, no. and Soften just back. goes in for the kill. 
Soften your razor was very sharp today. And yeah. uh, well done, soften your razor. There we go. Uh, so <laughs> soften, um, who hasn't really, I believe, soften is completely rocking uh, default clothes. They probably never customize themselves at all. So soften nice. razor, enjoy your hundred geek gold. Buy yourself a nice hat to go with your um, cyborg implant, perhaps. <laughs> all right. Oh, that's so fun. Yep, yep. Yes, it is. Okay, cool. So. Uh, banner is on, show is going, and, um, oh, 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 we need our list of 10. Do I have my list of 10 here? Yes, I do. All right, can put the, uh, the normal thing on screen. Boop, that is on screen. So, and, okay, so, uh, so first we'll talk about Ukraine, and, um, man, I just don't know if I should talk about Roman. I mean, he didn't, I am. Um, no, what? Um, no, I, I don't think I... Okay, I won't go into the wider because you know only a subset of people watch this show. Um, somebody on Board Game Geek named Roman, who is in Ukraine, contacted me and said, "Boy, I mean, I've, I've seen you've worn shirts for others. I really hope you uh, might want to do the same. You know, and help raise awareness. I'm writing emails everywhere I can." Um, mm-hmm. But uh, where was he? He's in. Um, oh, what was it? Uh, is he in the Ukraine right now? Yes, he's oh, he's Ukrainian. Uh, he's he lives in wow. Kharkiv. And I had said, I've, I've already written the shirt. I hope you're safe. And he wrote back, I've, I've sent my wife and children away, but I'm staying. Oh I'm gosh. volunteering and doing everything I can. And uh, I and like, uh, wow, yeah. I could. Yeah, I mean, know, I, 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 I complain about day. my it's, flight being yeah. canceled. You know, it just puts everything I in know. perspective. Yeah, it really does. Yep. Wow. So Roman, this one's I, for you, man. Uh, yeah. uh, I hope you're. Yeah. I hope you're okay out there because I understand Karki's getting a lot of shelling now. Um, I don't think yeah. it had been when he wrote me, but it is now. I think. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, but yeah, best not to linger. I, I think we probably yeah. did it pretty well last week. Just in and out. Hey, it's a, it's a humanitarian crisis, and if, if folks can yeah. give, that would be great. Um, right. And how, and how how can they do that? How can we help Ruel? Well, my wife wanted to step up, and so she's made a new line of meeples, and I'll talk about that. Let's see. Do I? I let me make sure I have that picture set up, ready to go. All right? Where okay. are they? Images, images, images. Boom. All right. Oh, that's we're, that's for later. We're giving away Azul. Azul. Okay. So look at them. Look at them. Um, you know, wearing the Ukraine colors. Uh, of course, there's a wow. wide variety, and you never know what you're going to get. Every single one is completely unique. But Jen is um, for this month 100% of all her. Profits she makes off of the sale of these goes to um, care.org, who are doing great work recommended by Ignacio Trebchak. And if you want to get into it, um, when you check out from Jen's Etsy shop, put the word Everdell down in that little thing right there. Oh, oh, no, that's the other thing. So, uh, and, hey, here's another reason you might want to check out Jen's. Boy, that's a really sharp, hard turn, isn't it? Into commercialism. You know, I got to share this one comment from uh, Frank uh, in chat. I got to share this because this is... He said, I had an email from a backer in Ukraine yesterday. Uh, Frank is the gentleman behind the Isle of Cats Kickstarter. Oh, oh, Frank. Uh, okay, hey. Yeah, they said, sorry for the late response. I was on patrol last <sighs> night. Very, I mean, yeah, I, I don't even know what to say. That's, I know. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, like you said, it okay. puts everything in perspective, you know? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, exactly, really exactly. We're so, talking about games, you know? So, anyways. Um. Thank you for sharing that, Frank. Appreciate okay, well, I guess, that. you know, it was, um, so I don't think it's probably a smooth move to go from, you know, Jen, 100% of her proceeds will, will go to care.org. Oh, and by the way, you can get free stuff. Or maybe it is. Uh, maybe to, and further incentivize you folks to, to check this out and get on board and, and literally help save lives. Let's make it a little bit more attractive for you. You can get these, rot- I mean, that's probably okay, right? 
Yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, that, that, okay, that's yeah. a smooth operation, uh, a smooth transition, because yeah. um, it's still on I mean, point. Look, yeah, I mean, let's just, uh, there's no easy way around this. No, 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 let's, yeah. Let's be real. You know, yep. there really isn't. So we, we do the best we can. Okay, so, so yeah, folks, I mean, this is the kind of stuff people normally figure out um, before they ever go live. And we just do it, <laughs> we'll just do it live, and we'll just let you see what yeah. we're actually talking about. Because, I mean, yeah. we, we did not talk about this. I mean, well, I don't, I don't even think I told you that these things were coming. Um, no. Let's see. Okay, so, uh, right, so, and we'll we'll transition away from that into happier news, you can say, what's that on your yep. table? And then I can go, let's make sure my overhead camera is not crashed. Yep. do 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 Yep, it's Good. fine. Okay. All right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, well, we've got this. It's on Kickstarter right now, and it's really cool. And let's see, oh, make sure I've got the, because uh, there's a website associated with that. i got to make sure I've got that queued up. Right, because I was looking for other stuff before. Right, is that it? Is that what I want? No, I want you. Hold on. Oh, my. Hold on. Right. No, you. Which one is being shared? Oh, shoot. I've got two instances now, and they're both doing feature chat, but I don't need to share feature chat. All right. Let's just come to this one. Oh, shoot. That means, okay. I, okay. That's right. I, good thing I saved the URLs. So I need this URL in the queue. So uh, you can just keep talking to the nice folks because okay. yeah. Uh, so as uh, what are they saying? Well, there. did they have any thoughts uh, well, about how to sensitively handle delicate topics like this? Because uh, I am really. not known um, for my sensitivity. That is for sure. <laughs> Again, I, I don't think there is any. Uh, there's no right way to do this. It, right. It's a very sensitive topic. It's it's tough and. Uh, you know, no matter what we do, we, it, someone could always say, "Well, you're being insensitive." Of course, it's it's hard to talk about the Ukraine situation yeah. and transition smoothly into hey board games. There, there really is no way. So <laughs> hey. uh, we do the best we can. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, okay. Cool. So I've got that queued up. That's for this. And then I've got. Let's see. What picture do I have queued up? It's the. Uh, yep. It's those because that'll be that. And then it will be going that way. Yep. And so you get those. And then afterwards, we talk about the game. And then, are we giving away? No, we're giving away Azul. Okay, I think everything is queued. Comma, not period. Period would mess it all up and go the wrong way on the uh, slideshow. All righty. Okay. Boy, and as much fun as that was to watch, think how much fun it must have been to listen to. Because did you know, Ruel, you can go to podcast.rado.com and you can get audio versions of either this full extended version or just the show itself if you're on the go and don't want to be tied down to YouTube while you're getting your R&R weekly fix. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I was going to say, yeah, the, the, the last few minutes may not have been the most compelling uh, listening <laughs> material. But, indeed, indeed. You know, uh, as you said, the edited version is also available for those for your listening pleasure, friends. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see here. Yep. I think uh, Fem Sensei says it best. You know, we we can't take away from what's happening, yeah. but um, you know, we can. Yeah. We can. You know, we, we can try to bring a little light into the world well. too. So yeah. we will do that as best we can. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Then once more. All right, audience, you're talking amongst yourselves. Decide amongst yourselves what the three best ways to prepare potatoes are. Because uh, I know what I think, but uh, it did not quite get the votes. Okay. Oh, and I see we've gotten some uh, whispers. I'm sure those are whispers requesting um, the uh, game. Because, of course, we haven't even said where the where it's going to be said yet. Um, but, oh, do, and have I made a note to myself? Because I don't want to forget. Because I'll totally forget. Where's my yeah. list of all the games? Yep, there it is. Potato in all caps, right next to my number. <laughs> all righty. Okay. <laughs> yep, nice so try, close. me. 
Okay. <laughs> <sighs> then okay. let's get to it. To it, brew it. Alrighty, overhead. And you've got your you've got your ten, right? I'm good to go. Yep. Okay. But I'll have to be typing your name in. That's okay. Which means you can just go ahead and yeah. say it, and uh, and I'll type it. You'll have to talk for because I'll have to be typing in, make it go, and then I'll have to launch the URL. So you'll have a little bit more front time before I can actually put an image on screen for you to talk about. Okay. So just to confirm, we are doing. I'm starting at number eighty. Uh, uh, oh, geez, Louise, all my numbers are wrong. This isn't a top ten. Let me fix those numbers oh, no. really quick. Ooh, that's a close one. Uh, 80, <laughs> 79, not number 71, nine. 71, correct? 70, yeah. yeah, 80 to 71. Uh, or, oops, yeah. 70. No, I'll be the even numbers. Yes. Uh, 73, 72, and number 71. Okay, I can't wait to see what you came up with. I've got a very heavy list, uh, my half of it. All right, so. Oh, interesting. Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, so let's just go on ahead and. Oh, and the secret word, let me type that. The secret word is P-O-T-A-T-O. Or, am I going to say potato or potatoes? Oh. I'm going to say, or maybe potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how I'm going to say it. Uh, Any form of the word, potato. Potatoes. Potatoes. (laughs) P-O-T-A-T-O or maybe potatoes. And it toes is T-O-E-S, right? I don't want to pull a George W. here. Yeah. No, that, no, no, that, was, a, was, that was a Dan Quayle. I don't Dan want to pull Quayle. Quayle. Dan Quayle, yep. yeah. Which the majority of the audience has no idea what we're talking about. But I know Kabuki knows what we're talking about. <laughs> All righty. Uh, some, some U.S. history for you, folks. Yep, yep, yep. Look yep. it up. Yeah. Oh, potatoes. Okay, the secret word is potato, or maybe potatoes. All right. Um, perfect. That's cute. That's cute. Okay, I'm ready to go. Then. Okay. Where's the scene? The scene is, I've got 50,000 scenes to choose from. It is the, right. <clears throat> Right, and it's a enig- yeah. it's key enigma, key enigma. <clears throat> One more swig. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. Hey, everybody. This week's episode of the R&R Show is brought to you by Key Enigma. And hello, Ruel. How are you doing? Hello, Richard. I'm fine. I'm recuperating and recovering from our week in Las Vegas at Dice Tower West. I had a great time, but it's good to be back uh, in the home studio getting ready for another fantastic episode of the R&R Show. Uh, Yes, it's definitely good to be back. I have to admit, Jen and I almost didn't make it back. Um, yeah. <laughs> our, our flight got canceled. We were told we'd have to wait two days, literally two oh days for another flight. And we had to go through many trials and tribulations to find some way to get back home. And I won't go into all of that now, but folks, did you know there is an extended version of this show? You can check the links down in the show notes or hit the I up there because we stream about a two hour show live every Tuesday and we do all kinds of wacky stuff, tell personal stories, uh, rank all kinds of games. Do top threes. Uh, but today, we are here to talk about the continuation of our shared R&R top 100 games of all time after we've had to put it off for a week. 
But before we get to that, um, I want to talk about something a little bit heavier about the ongoing conflict in Ukraine. Uh, First of all, we had a link in last week's show to a fundraiser that had been put together by Matthew Jude of uh, Tabletop Tonight Network. And it turns out there were some technical issues there, so that didn't work out. And um, anybody who did... uh, uh, donate to that will get refunds. Uh, me too. I also donated to it. So uh, don't worry about that. But I still wanted to do something. And I want to do something more than just wear a shirt, which is kind of what I'm known for these days. And I was talking with Jen about it at the show, and she was talking with other people about it. And we came up with an idea that is very close to home. And so what we are doing, Ruel, my wife has made a new line of Witwat, which is kind of her signature little glass game pieces that she loves making and people absolutely love. They are in the Ukrainian flags, blue and yellow. They are adorbs, I believe is the appropriate (laughs) term. And, um, for the rest of the month of March, uh, if anybody buys these, 100% of the proceeds will go directly to care.org, who are doing amazing work uh, helping women and children and the elderly specifically. That's kind of their target, uh, getting them food, resources, money where needed um, you know, to get to safety. So you can help out people who are in dire need, and you can get some really, really cool swag for your games, too. Uh, they are apps, they're, they're fun to play, and in fact, I'm not just going to show you a picture. Let me um, go ahead and show you these little three right here. Now, every time you order one of these, uh, they are these cute little aliens. They've got one eyeball. Maybe they've got a couple of antenna. Maybe they don't. Uh, Maybe they're chunky. Every single one is bespoke, made with love by hand from Jen. And uh, like I said, they are available on her Etsy site right now, which you can find at www.gamerglass.art. And again, 100% of the proceeds for the sale of those is going to be going to care.org to help people whose, whose lives have been destroyed by the, uh, by the war that is ongoing. And if that wasn't enough to tempt you, uh, we've got an extra little bonus. Uh, Ruel just mentioned that we uh, just got back from the Dice Tower West convention, and we premiered at the convention. Anybody who bought any of Jen's glass got these very, very cool Everdell Rotto promos, which are awesome. Let me turn off the green screen so you can see them in a little bit more detail. Um, these are uh, very, very cool, very fun to play. Uh, I especially love the quote... Live and let live? That's so Rotto. And obviously this little <laughs> lizard is done in the Rotto Running Man style. And so, uh, if you're at the convention, you could get those. But, oh, and Ruel got his. Yep. For the rest of the year of 2022, any purchase at Jen's Etsy store uh, will get you one of these. But how do you get them, Ruel? It is very important. Let me um, uh, bring back up the images when you're checking out, there's a little box where you can type in notes to the seller. Put the word Everdell in there. That's the secret code. You put in Everdell when you order anything, including these awesome little Ukrainian meeples, and you will be able to get the uh, Rado uh, promo pack. So, just wanted to get that out of the way and you know, nice. send my best wishes to everybody in Ukraine, uh, especially yeah. Roman, who is a board game geek uh, who got his family out, but then he has decided to stay and um, you know, help volunteer. I mean, you know, that level of bravery is just beyond me, and it's, you know, it's being um, displayed every single day. And so we, whatever yeah. we can do to help, 
Um, you know, definitely. I mean, and you know, if, if, if you have the means, it doesn't have to be through Jen's uh, Etsy store. Uh, you know, there are so right. many great organizations doing so much out there. So definitely, folks, uh, if, if you can, I mean, I understand not everybody can. Um, you know, uh, yeah. we're, we're all in this together. And hey, you know what? While we're at it, you know, totally coincidentally, let's not forget there are plenty of other hotspots around the world, yeah. too, where people right. need our help. So that's right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, friends, if, if you have the means and are able to, we would appreciate it. Um, but as uh, Richard was saying, there are plenty of organizations that you, you can um, uh, donate to or, or help out with. Um, because, you know, it is, you know, we're, we're not trying to make light of the situation. It is it is what it is. And um, we're here to provide a little bit of maybe temporary, hey, let's talk about games. You yes. Know? And uh, so not, not to downplay any of that. But speaking of games, Richard, you have a game in front of you. I I'm do have something on my table. Is. Although before yeah, we move on that? to our next topic, what's on Rado's table... If I, both Ruel and I are of a certain age, and last week, oh my gosh, we got pilloried, or not pilloried, but we got pointed out several times that we keep referring to it as the Ukraine, because oh. that's what it was called for our entire lives yes. up until the yes. 90s, and that's hard and to break a habit that you grew up. It is. You're and I wouldn't be surprised if we did right. it just now as well. So you're, you're right. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, yes, so, uh, apologies. Yeah. Don't want to add insult to injury. I, we know it is Ukraine. Ukraine. Um, yeah. Correct. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, we, we again, we we grew up uh, uh, hearing the term in one sense, but we we know things have evolved and changed. So yeah. yes, we want to shout out, uh, send everyone, um, you know, uh, just uh, our apologies for that. Um, but <laughs> yeah, we we shall move on. We shall move forward now. Let's talk about what the heck is in front of you. Let's yet. talk about some games. Although this, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest, this is a tricky one to talk about. This is the Key Enig- Enigma series, and they've actually got a new uh, a, 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 a new box set of escape room in a box adventures that are on Kickstarter right now. Um, But they actually sent me a few of their earlier ones and these things are so big and so cool. But the problem is if I open this box, well, I can open the box and stop, stop. Um, You know, if if this one is all about set in our modern day world, there are hackers running um, amok and it's our job by solving lots of puzzles to save the world from this. But, you know, it comes, hey, it tells you, uh, do not open, do not look what's underneath. You open this up, you right off the bat, get a little intro, um, you know, a letter saying, why did you get this in the mail? Because the interesting thing about the Key Enigma series that is really attractive to me, because I'll be honest, we played a lot of escape rooms at home and we kind of gotten burned out. But when I saw these, they were very attractive because of their use of technology. The first thing you do after checking out you know, these cool little cipher cards, which if you played escape rooms, you know these are going to be interesting, but they also send you to a web page. And when you log into that web page, the whole point of the Key Enigma, ser- or, um, yeah, the Key Enigma series is this makes you feel more like these are real adventures that are happening in the real world right now that you've been wrapped up in. You are just somebody living in your home who has an internet connection, a smartphone, a computer, and you got this in the mail and you read this mysterious message and eventually you follow the website. And I, I don't want to go too deep in the website because I don't want to spoil stuff. But let me see, I did queue up. You very quickly come to what looks like you know a completely functioning you know a news page oh. um, with this article oh. about um, you know basically it's an off shoot of the Panama Papers, if anybody remembers that from a few years ago. And it turns out the Panama paper scandal was not what we thought it was, folks. There was a lot more going on. And you start digging around here, and this is it looks like a regular website. You can actually go read about um, the uh, advertisers for it. 
and uh, uh, you know, and follow all kinds of stuff there. But there are clues hidden, and this is just the beginning. This game is still predominantly all about the cool physical puzzles here. Now, eventually what happens is you start getting more packages in the mail. This was the first package. When um, the game eventually tells you as you figure out the puzzles, you said, hey, somebody just sent me this through DDL. And there's stuff in here, Ruel. Big stuff. Heavy stuff. Or somebody sent me something through Key X. And um, <laughs> so the whole point of this is to make it feel like this you're not role-playing something. You're you in the real world trying to yeah. solve this. And you get all these mysterious things that are sent to you in the mail. Now... I don't want to open these. I don't want to spoil them. You can actually go to their webpage. They've got some really nice splash pages. It shows, you know, there's the kind of, you know, uh, you know, 3D glasses. There's, um, you know, r- uh, red lights. All kinds of neat, fun stuff. But their first one they ever did, I've got three. The Calling Card, which is a murder mystery. This one, which is a, uh, you know, hackers are taking over the world. What's really going on game. Their first one was a horror escape room game. It's a little bit less ambitious. And when you open it, you just get everything right away. So I don't feel so bad about you know showing that, hey, you get maps. And you get mysterious cards. And you get mm. dotty things. And you get all this cool, fun stuff. This was their first one. And you get a sealed envelope. Do not open. This is actually... This feels like it's actually real proper wax. The production oh, quality wow. from what I've seen, from what I have opened, is phenomenal. But the thing is, you keep going back and forth between all of this stuff, the real stuff, and the digital stuff. You spend your time going through... I mean, they have spent so much time making so many really cool, deep, fully fleshed out web pages. But then you also go to like Google Maps and you look up where real things are in the real world. And you work with agents because um, the digital stuff... You know, a lot of escape room games have to have some kind of system to help you if you get stuck. The When you log in to their central system, um, you, you always have answers if you ever get stuck. And another thing, this might look and say, oh, well, this is an hour-long escape room, right? Like Unlock or, you know, uh, you know, all those. No, there's four or five or six hours of stuff in here that you will play through multiple nights. And the website lets you save your progress. And if you come back a week later, it'll do basically a previously on and remind you of what you were doing and what you were working on. So they're really using the technology. But not just the websites they make. Um, if, If you're really into the overlap between analog and digital like I am, I was so excited because, um, you know, they will actually send you text messages. They will send you email messages. You will get phone calls um, from mysterious, you know, um, you know, disguised voices. And you'll have to take that information and then apply it back to all of this. All of it because you have found yourself wrapped up in a mystery that you have to solve. Um, and, you know, I mean, this is, there are super expensive escape rooms out there where they actually have actors who will actually walk you through and stuff like that I could never afford one of those in a million years regular escape rooms were kind of too expensive for me and Jen but this you can get that experience they multimedia they have flown around on helicopters and videotape stuff so that your your agents who are out there flying over the jungle in a helicopter um you know so that you can I mean you find all these cool new things and their latest one is on Kickstarter right now there's a link for that down the show notes or you can hit that eye up in the top right corner of screen and um that in a nutshell is the key enigma series it's wow so cool this so go i mean there's been little hints of this specifically in the unlock because you have to have your smartphone and they do some fun stuff this takes that through the stratosphere and it really makes you feel like you not some person that you're having to pretend to be are living through these adventures and it's 
awesome. And again, if you check yeah, out the Kickstarter page, amazing. they also have deluxe versions of these that have really amazing super components um, that you get in the box, or you can get just like normal, uh, you know, like the kind of the stuff you saw here. Yeah. Neat, neat stuff. And like I said, it's kind of rekindled my Jen's and my personal enthusiasm for the idea of an escape room in your home because they go so far above and beyond. Um, right. You know, you live in this world. It talks to you. You have conversations with it, which is something that, um, you know, its competitors just can't Amazing. quite touch. It's very yeah. impressive. I mean, talk about immersion, right? Yes. I mean, you are immersed in this yes. world. And, you know, just your, your description and everything, like I'm – Fully inter- I'm so interested in this. I thought immediately of the uh, movie The Game from uh, David Finchner. Oh, my Michael gosh. Douglas, right? Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, oh, man, this is like sort of along those lines. You're fully immersed in this world. That's yeah. amazing. I, I, yeah. Wow. I, I, really, really cool stuff. Um, now, I will yeah. say this is done by Spanish designers. And so everything okay. you see, they always have Spanish and English versions of everything. The English can be a little spotty in some places, but okay. it's never a problem. Okay. You never have a hard time. You're like, oh, well, that was clearly not written by a, you know. But so that's really my only complaint. Okay. It's a pretty minor one. Yeah. It doesn't get in the way of the actual fun of discovery and immersion. It's fantastic. Uh, awesome. Yeah. So uh, that cool. was the sponsor of the show, <laughs> Key Enigma, and their incredible series of the fusion of the analog and the digital, taking it farther than anybody else has so far. Awesome. Awesome. All right. That's great. Okay. Okay. So, we've taken care of that. Uh, let's move on to the show, shall we? But no, first, because we're not done talking about sponsors. Uh, Key Enigma yeah. is sponsoring the show, but we have a different sponsor this week for our contest giveaway. Let me go yes. on ahead and bring that back up. Um, Azul. Uh, the the base game plus a very very cool Azul mug which I gotta say I mean you know everybody loves the look of Azul oh. with those really nice styles there so you get this really nice mug you get a base game of Azul either I, I know a lot of you have it and you know it makes a phenomenal gift because if you played it with anybody in your life they'd want to have it too um, or if you haven't if you've never gotten around to playing Azul this is your chance to win it because one lucky viewer this week will get a uh, an Azul bundle sent directly to them anywhere in the world. But, well, how do they get it? Friends, to enter the contest, you're going to be listening to the show, and one of us is going to say the magic secret word, which this week is potato. Yes. Yes, potato, potato, whatever you want to call it. It is potato. (laughs) So one of us is going to say it, and what you want to do is when you hear us say it, you will take a note of what game we're talking about. Right. And it could be potato or potatoes. Listen for either one. Yep. Uh, whatever game we're talking about, send that name of the game to a, in an email to contest at rotto.com. Exactly. Okay? And then you'll be entered to win. I, I'm going to tell you, I want that mug. That mug is cool. Oh, it's that a nice looking mug. Yes. Looking I would mug. also like to get yeah. one. I might have to pull some strings, uh, quite pull frankly. Pull some strings for me too, please. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. uh, well, as always, um, you know, uh, participants of the R&R show and their extended family are not eligible to enter. Uh, uh, apologies. Yeah, that'd that's, be super small. That's what I there. figured. Oh, well. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> for the know, Azul, you, yes. Azul is phenomenal. For the rest of you, just uh, keep an eye out or keep an ear out yeah. for Potato or Potatoes. To, uh, take a note, name a note of the game and send it in a subject to contest at rado.com and you'll be entered to win the Azul prize package from Plan B. Exactly. And you have until Tuesday the 15th of March. If you are watching this on the 16th of March, you missed it. It's too late. Uh, but, uh, you know, definitely keep an ear peeled for those potatoes. You see what I did there? Because you peeled potatoes. Uh, I literally nice. came up with that halfway through the sentence. Oh, wow. I'm so happy with myself now. <laughs> <laughs> That's but okay. awesome. I love it. 
We okay. have put off our what we're really here to do long enough. It is time, folks, for us to continue. After a couple weeks off, our top 100 games of all time. The R&R Top 100. And when last we left our heroes, we had done uh, numbers 100 through uh, 81, right? Because we've done two mm-hmm. weeks. So now it's 80 yep. to 71. Are you ready, Ruel? Are, are you good to go? Have you? Uh, I, did you have any I'm hard times? Or, of course, I mean, actually... We've already done this. We actually came up with our list like a month and a half ago. It's easy yeah, peasy. It's yeah. smooth sailing. Now we just got to talk about the games. Just got to talk about them. Yeah. So let's right. start off with our number 80 on our list is Raiders of the North Sea from really? Shem Phillips. Okay. Yes. Yep. This is um, a worker placement game set in uh, the, the North Sea Vikings and um, loading up your Viking ship to go out and um, take over some villages and get goods and gold and all kinds of uh, goodies um i was you know this one was surprising to me only because i've talked about this before i didn't think my wife michelle would like it um she she really enjoyed stone age uh that that Mm. is a gateway worker placement game and i feel like this is a gateway just a little bit more than stone age though um almost a gateway plus and i but i didn't think she'd like the theme she actually enjoyed it it was fun um as you can see there in the video you're taking a worker placing it on a spot doing the action but what's really clever is uh you're going to take a worker off a different space and take that action as well so it's a really neat uh you know puzzle of trying to uh time yourself to do the uh get the actions you want and then when you eventually have enough resources you're going to be able to send your ships over across the sea to go attack and fight and do the viking things but um it it never feels mean or anything like that i mean you're just you know gathering resources and stuff uh you'll see as you can see there in the video uh, as well that you know you did this video a while ago look at this table. oh my gosh this table. is this is a very old prototype of the game yeah oh okay <laughs> i love it and you can see uh all the different cards you can do things uh where you can take the immediate action or you can you know uh, uh do ongoing stuff and add them to your crew it's a wonderful, wonderful worker placement game. And I actually, I put it this high on the top 100 because I was actually thinking of, you know, I would add the ex- at least one expansion to it. Uh, mm. The one that includes the, the Mead Hall. I think it's the, shoot, not the uh, Empire something. I, it's I, I Hall of Heroes. Name, Hall yeah. of Heroes is the one I would add. And then the other one I think is not as necessary. It's okay. the one that adds the Jarls or whatever. Um, but wonderful game a great design and it's it's spawned like this whole series of the north sea yeah and shipwrights you had um explorers which honestly weren't as good as raiders raiders <laughs> is the shining the shining pearl of the bunch right so here. this but is the beginning of the north sea we will not be hearing more north sea on the list is what you're saying that's it yeah, yeah that's the one right there raiders yeah. north sea are number 80 i agree it is a brilliant brilliant design um you know and interestingly it's had a couple expansions then it had a spin-off called raiders of scythia and it takes the same core gameplay um and yeah. sets it in a completely different historical context with different art and um like basically different special effects and whatnot that you could use I personally am kind of, uh, I, I kind of prefer Scythia over North Sea, uh, but I think you prefer North yeah. Sea over Scythia. Why is that? Yeah, so we'd ta- we, uh, you know, we'd actually talked about that during the R&R pre-show. So folks, yeah. if you're just watching the yeah. YouTube video, we actually stream this live every Tuesday and we have a bunch of other stuff that we talk about that doesn't make it into the YouTube video. But yeah, we did talk about Scythia versus the North Sea. And I prefer North Sea just because... Um, you know, I think it's part of the nostalgia factor for me because this is the one Michelle and I, you know, we really uh, bonded over this one. We we, I, we got into it right at the start of the pandemic, actually. Oh, wow. So this one has a lot of, yeah, a lot of memories of me and Michelle really getting into it. And again, me just being so surprised that she would like a themed game with Vikings and, you know, 
fighting and stuff like that. It's normally not her jam, but, um, you know, a lot of it is nostalgia. But at the same time, I do really like the Raiders North Sea just with that expansion. I think it, it does a lot of neat things. Having said that, you did talk me into Scythia because it does include <laughs> those animals. Yeah. Remember, I, I, I like the animals in that, so... Um, but either, either way, you either can't go wrong. Both the Raider games yeah, are fantastic. It's an yeah. excellent entry at number 80, uh, Raiders North Sea. But it is time to move on to our number 79. And um, unless you surprise me later on, I believe this is going to be the absolute newest game on the list. Number 79 oh. is Ark Nova. <sighs> yeah. Right. Now, have you played Ark Nova? I have not, and I'm sort of kicking myself because we just, again, if you're watching this right now when it comes out, we had just come back from Dice Tower West. I swear, I think that game was the number one hit at that convention. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw it everywhere. But I have I, not played it, unfortunately. I played it three times, or three and a half times, because one of the games couldn't quite finish. I taught it three and a half times, and uh, yeah, it's absolutely, it lives up to the hype. Now, sadly, I have not done a run-through for it yet. I'm going to be trying to film that later this week. So I've just uh, thrown up Slicker Drips, Tom Heath. If you, By the way, folks, if you're a fan of my run-throughs, you must subscribe to the YouTube channel Slicker Drips, because he does everything I do with a British accent and without making any of all the mistakes. So, uh, And he did a great little solo run-through, so thanks, Tom. I've got your video on screen. I highly recommend Tom. But yeah, this is a this is a very big, very heavy, very long, crunchy Euro game about developing a, a modern, scientifically focused zoo. And the interesting thing about this to me, more than anything else, there's a lot of cool ideas, but I really love that you have an equal amount of focus on just trying to make an appealing zoo that will attract people through the door so you can raise funds. But really what you want those funds to go through, go into, are conservancy um, actions. Because we have two different victory point tracks. And it's a one which is... The the money we're making or the appeal of the populace and the other one how much good are we doing for these animals and we could do things in this game like release animals to the wild do all kinds of studies uh you know and, and scientific breakthroughs for them and this really exemplifies the best of what um humanity can have in terms of a harmonious you know relationship with these animals i mean growing up as a kid zoos were kind of sketchy at least you know the ones i went to in the 70s but these <laughs> days they are peopled by incredibly passionate animal lovers who try to make the habitats perfect for them and you spend a large amount of time making these gigantic habitats so the animals can roam and you know and live quality lives while still raising money to save all the animals who are still out there in the wild and i love the story of this game that you really get to focus on both of those things they're both hard to do they're both and the way you do it is through, even though this is a very big, heavy, complex game, the mechanism for selecting your actions. You have five cards in front of you. They are in slots, numbered one through five. If a card is in number three, that means you can do a level three version of it. If it's in number five, you can do a super powerful level five version of it. If I take the level five build action to make a really big enclosure for animals, I could make a size five enclosure for really big cats or something like that. But then it slides all the way down to the one, making everything else better. And now I'm probably not going to build again for a while because it's been, you know, not down to being really, really weak. And so managing that queue of actions that you can do in this game is just so rich and compelling. I mean, this game, it's interesting. Like I said, I played it three and a half times at Dice Tower West, and every time I was able to teach this game, every time I taught it, I was able to teach it in like, get people up and running in under 15 minutes. And that is not oh, the wow. case for a game like this, because it's so incredibly intuitive. There's a lot of icons, but they're all put in the exactly right place, so you 
you can kind of build your knowledge of this game as you go. Everybody, um, I, when we got home from the show, the first thing my wife, she heard so many people talking about it. She said, you've got that, right? We're playing that this afternoon. Even though we were exhausted <laughs> from our red-eye flight, we played it immediately. And uh, Oh, and yeah, right after the, uh, her first game, of course, she beat me 20-6, to six, um, which, of course, uh, is amazing. But it's a testament to just how easy it is to pick up and play this game, and yet it's big and long and rich. Now, this could have ranked even higher for me. This could have made it into maybe like my top 20 of all time, except for two things. Um, it's still amazing. It's still one of the 10 best games of the year. It's still in our top 100 of all time combined. But you have to know going in, this is a long game. Even if you get good at this game, this is an hour per player. And so it is an hour that z- per player that zips by. I mean, it's just, it's, ama- it's one of those things where time just melts away. You're so engaged every step. And turns are quick. It comes back to you pretty quickly, usually. Sometimes players have really big super mega turns, but most of the time it, it cycles quickly. My other thing is, for such a long game, there can be a little bit of luck involved. And, um, I, you know, that's kind of keeping it down for me a little bit because there are, there are a lot of things the game does to allow you as a player to control that luck um, if you invest in certain things. But there might be players who say, you know what, I'm not going to invest in any of that luck mitigation stuff. I'm just going to hope for the best and draw blind because there's, there's, a, there's a deck of 50 bajillion cards in this game and they interact right. in thousands of different ways. And, um, yeah, there's cards that are on display, but you have to make investments to be able to grab those cards. Whereas somebody could just draw blind... And you know what? If they win because they draw blind a lot, they don't make those investments, but they always get lucky and get what they want, that's going to happen. And so that just takes a little bit of the shine off for me. Not enough that I'm not keeping this game. Not enough that it's not one of my 10 best games of the year. Not enough that it's not in my top 100 games of all time. But, man, it could have been one of the greatest of all great greats. But uh, And for some people, you know, you, you just know going in, hey, there's a little bit of luck. You know going in, you're going to be in that seat for a long time. But I guarantee, if you like uh, heavy, crunchy Euros that are incredibly smooth and elegant and easy to play um, and just have great power curves, you're probably going to really enjoy Ark Nova. Yeah, it's, it's on my list to play. I, you know, all, all my friends that have played it, they've said two things. Number one, you see a lot of negative scores. And uh, <laughs> yes, my first game, I believe my I, I scored negative two. My yep. second and game, then, uh, I scored thing... fourteen. My third game, I okay. scored six. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. So negative scores, and the other thing I hear is a lot of them are saying this is going to replace terraforming Mars for them, which I thought was interesting. Yes, um, you know what? Um, in well, one of the games I played after we were talking about after, and we were, you know, it's it's impossible not to make comparisons between this and uh, you know terraforming Mars. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of the same way. I mean, you're 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 selecting cards, you're playing them. There's not as much engine building in this game. Most cards okay, you play are just one and done. There are some things, so it feels different there. But honestly, at the end of the day, there's no getting around it. This feels like a terraforming Mars where everybody has their own little private Mars they're working on. Um, nice. and, and, and I mean that in the best possible way. The game is fantastic. Now, um, yeah. one thing is, uh, I mean, we get a step up for me for Terraforming Mars is we didn't uh, stick with Terraforming Mars in part because of the attack cards. This game mm-hmm. can have really vicious attack cards, and there's a bunch of them in the deck. The interesting oh. thing, though, is every vicious attack card that steals from each other or puts, vices, uh, puts them in vices and all kinds of stuff, they have an alternate action you can do on the bottom of the card. So if all the players agree, hey, let's just play nice. Let's just do those alternate nice actions for ourselves oh, where okay. they're really nasty. I will pound you into the dirt. So if you want to have that really rock'em, sock'em, okay, who's doing best? Oh, yeah, you're literally poisoned now. 
And until we can have a break, you're going to be poisoned for the next three rounds. Uh, enjoy bleeding all your cards. Um, then you can have that experience. Or if you don't want to, you can say, oh, yeah, I could have poisoned you. But you know what? I'm just going to give myself an extra 10 bucks instead. Yeah. Okay. Love it. That's Love cool. everything like about that. it. Except for those little provisos that keep it from being even higher. Arc Nova. Yeah. Arc Nova. Okay, great. Uh, number 78. Let's move on. I'm yes. going to stick to the um, the Animal Park theme here. Our number 78 is Baron Park. Yes, there uh, you go. You know, Michelle and I, we love our um, polyomino games, and this is one of our favorites. Baron Park from a master design, uh, Phil Walker Harding. Mm-hmm. We love all his games. There's a Baron Park run-through right there. Uh, you see the polyominoes. You're building a park full of bears. Bears. It's super friendly. It's super cute. And you're taking the polyominoes, placing them, and you're trying to fill up each of your little um, uh, uh, tiles there. And when you do, then you can um, unlock some other tiles. Um, and it's just, it's such a smooth playing game. And it's one of those games where you can bring it to you know uh, a new gamers they can, it's easy to pick up but there's enough strategy involved where you know veteran gamers are like hey you know th- this isn't that bad of a game it's a, maybe almost like a uh, a little longer of a filler um and yeah. i'm i'm going to add this on i think uh to make this on the the 78 i think you should really add the expansion it's a fantastic um, expansion mm-hmm. yeah the expansion adds, adds the monorails it's almost like this 3d th- uh, effect to it so you're building upon buildings Oh, it's it's a, a fantastic design. Again, if you're a Polyomino fan, this is a fantastic game. That's why it's our number 78, Baron Park. I completely agree. And I think the only thing I would agree is I would say this warrants being on the list even without the expansion. I mean, yeah. there's no way this doesn't make everybody's top 10 Polyomino tile line games. It's one of the best. It's not the only time yeah. Phil Walker Harding has um, you know broached this topic, but oh my yeah. gosh. I mean, Gingerbread House is nice. But, oh, he just so got it perfect on his first try. Uh, Absolutely amazing game. So fun. So replayable. Uh, Yeah, an amazing design. Good call. Absolutely love it. All right, so that was uh, was 78, correct? 78. Yeah, let's go to 77. All right, let's do that. Um, Folks, the five I'm talking about today are all pretty big, heavy games. And uh, so let's keep uh, going. Let's stay in that vein. We're leaving uh, modern-day animal conservation behind and going back to ancient history for Stephen Bell's Forum Trajanum, which Ah. I absolutely adore. It seems like it's one of the Felds that doesn't get quite as much attention as perhaps it should. Yeah, why why did, did it come out at the same time as like Carpe Diem or something like that? It and did. It, it came out the same year as Carpe yeah. Diem. And Carpe Diem of course really blew up. Uh people yep. love that game with good reason. Carpe Diem is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I love Forum Trajan so much. I mean, this is kind of like, this is peak Feld to me. Because Feld's gone on all, you know, sometimes he has like really big, heavy, grandiose games with a million different levers you can pull. Sometimes he has smaller, lighter, quicker playing games. This is, you know, this ranks up there with his Trajans and his Macaws and those kinds of games. It's big, it's long, it's complex, and yet at its heart, it's so brilliant and elegant. The core of this game is, you know, we are, you know, in ancient Rome, you know, trying to build up the city, build up the Senate, do all the kinds of things we do in ancient Rome. Um, but uh, every round, we have two car- two action cards. We're going to pick one of them. And that defines everything we're doing in the round. And every round, you look at these two cards like, oh, I need to do both of these things, and I must get rid of one of them. Or, ah, oh, neither of these are any good. Oh, how am I going to make one of these work? What am I going to do? It's... 
What I love about Feld more than anything else is, even though his games are bombastic and full of so many moving parts that all interlock together, at its heart, they always come down to very simple, pure decisions. And that is certainly what this game has going on. Uh, You're investing in a million different things. You've got all kinds of plates spinning all the time. So there's all of this logistical stuff going on all around you. But at its heart, every turn is like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, I didn't think I could do it. Oh, every round. Um, that's If you play with me, that's what you're going to hear. Um, it's, it is one of his best of all time. It so deserves to get more attention. And I think you're right. I think it just came out at the wrong time. We were spoiled yeah. for Felds, and Carpe Diem really got the lion's share of attention. But that's a real shame because Summer 7 Forum Trajanum is fantastic. Yeah, and I, I still need to play this one because I remember when it came out, like we were, my group was in the Carpe Diem, and that's all we played, and then we just totally forgot about Forum Trajanum. So one of these days, I will check it out. One of these days. All right. But not today. Yep. Uh, but you have checked out 76. What's that? Yeah, let's check out 76, which is Tiny Epic Galaxies. Mm. I'm a huge fan of Scott Alms. I love his Tiny Epic series. This is the best one of the bunch right here, folks. Tiny Epic Galaxies. Uh, you are exploring uh, different planets to colonize, and you do that through dice rolling, which I love dice rolling, and you're building a tableau, and you're unlocking all kinds of special abilities as you go on. Um, what The really cool thing about this, this design, I, I, which I think is so clever, is uh, his follow mechanism. So whenever you're not the active player, you can spend one of your culture resources to follow an action that another player has taken. Right. As you can see there in the video, you know, one player rolls. If you like that die, hey, you spend a culture, follow, and you can take get the benefit of that as well. I think that's such a brilliant design choice where you're always involved in the game and you can benefit from other people. Um, uh, their roles yeah. and uh, as always there are ways to mitigate the dice so if you always get like one free re-roll then you can spend your energy to re-roll dice it's a race to i think 20 or something points 21 points or something like that wonderful game it's one of those games where you see the box the size of the box you don't expect this type of gameplay in such a tiny box mm-hmm. i think that's why it's the winner um it's my favorite of the series the expansion is good too but the expansion it's funny it just makes it so much bigger and you better have a big table for a tiny game uh but regardless it, it's wonderful that's why it's our number 76 tiny epic galaxies yep i think uh pretty widely regarded as the premier best game in the tiny epic series yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. He really knocked it out of the park. It's got a little bit of take that in it. You know, there there, there yeah. can be some moments of friction between players, so you gotta know right. that going in. But uh, it was a testament to its greatness. Jen and I kept it in spite of that, and we we're super care bears. Nice. But we would still nice. sometimes. Oh, sometimes the teeth have to come out in space. Space teeth. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and absolutely. To offset, to offset that, you can always play solo, folks. It has a solo variant, which is fine, and all that take stuff, uh, take that stuff doesn't come into play. You just play solo against the AI, and uh, it's a wonderful solo game. Nice, as well. nice. All okay, right. cool, cool, cool. Let's go on to seventy-five. All right, number seventy-five. Another big heavy hitter for me. Uh, a classic one. One of the earlier, one of the older games in this list. Actually, it is Zolkin, the Mayan Calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Uh, yes. This game, you know, when it first came out, people were actually fairly quick to dismiss it. Oh, that's the one with the gears, right? That's just a gimmick. Meh, who cares? It's just a gimmick. But it's like, 
the 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 uh, it's so integral to the game because what Zulk in the Mayan calendar does, which you know basically retells the uh, you know early uh, life of you know Mayan civilization and whatnot, is uh, it, it really focuses on the passage of time, uh, which of course is something you know those uh, ancient uh, South American civilizations were known for all their scientific breakthroughs with you know the, tracking the the moon and the stars and all of that. So I always really kind of appreciate that. But the way time is tracked is at the end of every round, this central wheel is going to get rotated. That is um, inter locked with, what is it, one, two, three, four, five other wheels. And so all these wheels will rotate simultaneously and that represents another year passing in the development of your society. And the thing is, this is a worker placement game and we put our workers on these wheels. And um, once we put them on there, we have a tough decision to make. How many rounds am I going to keep those workers on those wheels as they slowly move to better and more powerful actions? Uh, Because sometimes, I need some corn right now! But if I can just wait two more rounds, he'll get past the corn. I'll be able to get corn and lumber. Or I'll be able to do a wild card action. But I need that corn right now. Okay. Okay. I'll leave him there. I'll leave him there for two more years as the wheel slowly turns. And I'll try to figure something else to do. And that is so wonderful. And it really makes... I mean, board games tend to sit there. Just not unmoving. Just waiting for you to do stuff. But in this game, the board itself is an active participant. Every time it rotates and you are planning, you so much heavy planning in this game. Right, okay, uh, because I put this worker on this space on this wheel and my other worker on that one is on the fifth space, I know in two rounds it'll be on the seventh space. This one will be on the fourth space. And if I activate both those workers at the same time, that will be an amazing combo that will I can then funnel into you know doing more building or whatever it might be that you're trying to do. Because there's uh, this is a point side type game. There's lots of different paths to victory in this game, but they all come back to being able to perfectly synchronize all your workers on all these wheels. And I will admit, it is a gimmick. It's a really fun gimmick. My only complaint about the game is I wish I got to turn the wheel more often, quite frankly. Although there is a way. You can make certain sacrifices and get to do bonus turns of the wheel. So I appreciate that too. I love everything about number 75 on the R&R list, Zulk and the Mayan Calendar. Yeah, a, a modern classic. And I will mm-hmm. say, I, I love seeing, um, whether it's on BGG or just on Twitter or whatever, people painting those gears. Yes. I mean, some of those things look absolutely beautiful. Just amazing. But awesome choice for 75. Let's move on to 74. Okay, what you uh, got? This is Dead of Winter, A Crossroads game. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. This was all the hotness, what, five years ago or whatever. Um, this is a cooperative game, but with a traitor element. And... This is post-apocalyptic, so of course we've got zombies, and we're trying to survive a certain set amount of uh, nights and try not to uh, get uh, stabby stabbed or bitty bit by the uh, zombies there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and what you're doing is you're collecting resources, trying to fight them off and save uh, certain locations. The game changes; it, um, it changes from uh, game to game with different missions, and of course you have that really cool crossroads deck. So that's a very narrative-driven uh, uh, game where you're going to flip over cards and. Not not all the cards have to do with your game. You may just have to pass over certain cards, but a lot of them will trigger events and whatnot. Um, I absolutely love this game. This is one of those games that I always I can always remember the stories from each game. It's mm. very narrative focused. I still remember the first time I played it. My buddy uh, Grant, no, my buddy Graham, wherever you are, my my friend, I'll never forget you 
hosing me over this game. You you <laughs> convinced the rest of the table that I was a traitor, even though I wasn't the traitor. I got exiled, and he won the game because he was a traitor. It's moments like that that I love in board games. Um, now, this isn't going to be for everyone because there is some backstabbingness to it. You can play it cooperatively by taking that out, just not having a, a, a traitor in the game. Yeah. Um, so there are ways to get around that. But, I mean, you got Sparky the Stunt Dog, the greatest character ever. They, I mean, they released <laughs> comic books about this stuff. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful cooperative with a trader game. It's one that's still on my shelf. And that's why it's our number 74, Dead of Winter. I will have to very embarrassingly admit I have never played Dead of Winter. And it has been on my list of... I mean, every time I go to a convention, it seems like the two days after, somebody reminds me, why didn't you play Dead of Winter while you were there? You were right there. It was in the... Anybody would have played it with you. Everybody but you played it and knows it. Someday I will play it. It seems so cool. And that whole idea of, hey, no, we're all on the same team. Except for you, no, he's he was the one. I, uh, yeah. And um, although I mean, I'd love to play co-op too. As I understand it, there originally it was a three-player minimum game. Eventually, they put out two-player rules as well. And I guess yeah. it's okay as a two-player game, right? But you really yeah. need to have that group, right? You you really need the group. Yeah. Element. It's just that tension of knowing, all, like Battlestar Galactica. You know, one's a Cylon. In this case, you know, one's a traitor. It's like, oh, who is it? And it's. Oh, it works so well. But hopefully one of these days you'll get to play it. Someday. Number 74, Dead of Winter. Someday. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But let's move on to number 73, Railways of the World. Ooh, great choice. Now, have you played any of Martin Wallace's, you know, you've got Steam and Age of Steam and you've got Railways. Are are these your jam? Uh, um, They're becoming my jam. But I really? really like Railways. Yes. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Well, um, then, then you have good taste, sir. Uh, this is Thank absolutely you. phenomenal. And I think the thing that impresses me most about it is just how deep and rich this is. Um, and yet, the, it, it comes with, like I think, three pages of rules that you can yeah. read. You can sit down and read the entirety of the rules and understand all the basics you need to know in like 10 minutes. Uh, you know, this is the epitome of high, heavy crunch and super simple, lightweight rules that drive everything in this gigantic, and I mean physically gigantic, um, railroad simulation. Now, I'm playing here Railways of the World with the Europe map, which is the way we fell in love with it. Because as two-player gamers, the first time we ever played Railways of the World, which comes with the Eastern United States map, it was like, ah, this isn't really so great. It's too wide open. There's not much tension. I think the original game also comes with the Mexico map, which is so tight yes. and cutthroat, we hated it. But when we played <laughs> Europe, with all those mountain ranges you have to deal with, it just kind of tightened the board up naturally. We really fell in love. And really, at its heart, this, probably more than anything else I appreciate about this game is the... the uh, the growth you as a player go through. You start out just trying to put a couple little rails out, trying to get some trains on the ground to connect a few cities so that you can move cubes from one city to another. I mean, I don't know what's in these cubes. Uh, Are they meat? Are they potatoes? I don't know. It doesn't really matter. You just got to get those cubes from one city to another. And um, over the course of the game, as you set up these initial routes, it's not a one-time thing. When I make that delivery of the black cube to whatever city it was going to, um, that means I'm going to get income for the rest of the game off that one action. And so these things compound and get bigger and bigger. So by the time you're in the game, you are making such monstrously huge turns that would seem to be impossible, inconceivable at the end of the game, that it is so satisfying to go on that journey. Now, it is a long journey. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a journey with, you know, actually kind of in stark contrast to what I was talking about earlier, Ark Nova, a big long game that has a not insignificant amount of luck with Drock of the Draw. There's some of that here because there's some cards that will come out at the beginning of every round 
around. But those cards aren't don't just go to whoever just happens to fall into your lap. If you want those cards that happen to fall into your lap luckily, you got to bid for them. Every round starts yep. with an auction. And if everybody can see, oh my God, that would be perfect for you. This game takes care of that because we're going to make you pay for it. Um, so everything is simple and elegant and fast, and this game is so much more than the sum of its parts. Uh, I mean, you will spend hours at the table, those hours will melt away, and you will feel like you have accomplished so much in number 73, Railways of the World. And then on top of that, there's a whole bunch of maps that have come out for it. Maps are still, even though this game is, what, 10 years old? There are still, Mm -hmm. every year, new, really cool maps that have new rules from some of the hottest designers working in the industry, because everybody loves this one so much. Didn't uh, Vitel Lacerda come out with a map? Yes, he did one for Portugal. I think um, um, uh, Sashi Hishashi, you know, the Japanese dyer, he did uh, uh, Railways of Tokyo. So, so cool. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal game. Love it. You know, I was really surprised uh, that you put it on here, though, because it's a pickup and delivery game. No, it's not. No, it's It's not. not. At no point do I ever have to take a cube put it on my little train, and then spend the next three turns slowly moving it around the board until it can go somewhere. I never deliver anything in this game. All I do is facilitate these cities being able to ship their own stuff. Because once the track is there, once the trains are there, those cubes just teleport around. Because that's not my job. I'm the logistics infrastructure guy. I'm not the guy who actually runs the trains. It is very incorrectly, in my opinion. I've had this argument with a lot of people over the years. Um, Maybe it might be an R&R argument somewhere down the road uh, on our extended version of the show. yeah, that, that's interesting because I always thought of it as a pickup and delivery game. But you know, if you're you're right, if you're just building the infrastructure and they magically teleport, maybe maybe yeah. you're right. Well, we'll have to do an R and R argument one of these days on that. I look one. forward to it, but, and I will crush yes. you just like I crushed uh, oh, Jason Levine of the Dice Tower when he and I had this argument. <laughs> nice. All right, great choice for seventy three. Let's move on to seventy two. Uh, this is the quest for El Dorado. I had to come back to the good doctor because I am a huge Canizia fan and this may not be the last uh, game that we see on this list from uh, Reiner Canizia. I believe this is our second. I put Raw on uh, in a a previous episode. So he's he's, he's showing up. He's, uh, He's making a good presentation so far. Yeah, and he will he will definitely make another spoiler alert, he will make another appearance okay. or two uh coming up. But this one is his take on deck building. Uh he took deck building, a very uh, uh simple mechanism and fused it with a race game. Yes. And what you're doing is you're sort of like Indiana Jones trying to race to the temple, try to beat everyone else there, and you're doing that through the use of deck building. You have a standard deck of cards. You will play, you know, you draw a few and then play a few as you can and you're going to buy cards to improve your deck. Uh, some will give you currency, some will give you movement, and so forth. Some have special abilities. It's a wonderful game. Uh, if you're any kind of fan of deck building and or racing game, this is one of the best racing games out there, honestly. And the fact that they do it with uh, deck building, um, I, I just think that was a genius move. Um, it replays well because you can have different maps and uh, you know all the, the ways the different cards come yep. out. My only complaint, I do have a complaint about okay. this game, mm-hmm. surprisingly enough, the size of the cards. Why do we have to go with these tiny cards for this? <laughs> that is you know, a really good point. Still, that never occurred to me. There's no reason for building it. cards. You know, like what? What is? I, I I don't get that. But that's my only complaint. Um, but the good doctor, he is a genius, and that's why it's our number seventy-two, the quest for El Dorado. Yeah, and and well deserved. This is such a phenomenal 
race slash deck building. And it was the first time Reiner Canizio had ever done a deck builder. Uh, yeah. um, you know, and, and he just knocked it out of the park. Just so yeah. much fun. I am so happy to see that one on the list. One of my favorite race games of all time. Definitely. Agreed. Good okay. call. Good call. Thanks, sir. But we're almost done. And um, I've got one more big heavy beast to talk to you folks today. It's number 71 on the list. Blackout Hong Kong. Um, you know, we just had a Reiner Knizia. You know, he's old guard, one of the greatest designers of all time. That's an interesting. T- is he the greatest designer of all time? I don't know. Um, he might be. He might be the most prolific. Right. That's Over certainly an interesting argument games. to have too. I would be down for that uh, debate. Yeah. But uh, so out with the old, in with the new. I say, let's talk about Blackout Hong Kong from design superstar Alexander Pfister. I love everything Alex does. Um, there are always, I mean, he does little tiny, quick, fast games, but he also does these big, bombastic, heavy Euro, um, you know, economic goods, manipulation, logistics challenges too. I love this game because of the story. Uh, even though this is a competitive game, Hong Kong, Marduk Hong Kong has been plunged into a blackout. What is the story here? Who are we? We are not um, you know, members of the government. We are not, um, you know, people fleeing for our lives. We're just regular citizens who have decided we have to go out into the night and try to help people and try to save people and organize um, rescue crews to rebuild infrastructure, get people the supplies they need. And it's, I, I've always loved that story. It's so beautiful. And, um, you know, to kind of call back to the end of the show when I was talking about Roman in Ukraine, he could have gotten out with his family, but he didn't. He stayed. He stayed to help his fellow people. That's what you do in this game. This game allows you to be, you know, the hero that we would all wish we could be in real life and that some people are are, are being forced to be right now. But the gameplay itself is absolutely stellar. Uh, it, it actually borrows the, um, the kind, what would you call it? It's kind of hard to say. It's a very interesting take on deck building where you play cards and you put them into multiple discard queues and you won't get those cards back out of that queue until a certain number, a certain time has passed or certain events and all that. He did it originally in Mombasa. It was pretty cool there, but he tweaked it in such ways that I think made it so much more interesting and compelling here. There's a lot of really interesting, tough planning. And then also, I just love how really thematically grounded the game is. You know, the way the different resources can be transported around the city differently, depending on whether it's food or water. Um, We are trying to um, help get the lights back on, and so, you know, uh, different sectors of the city will, you know, become available. Uh, It's got a rondelle, one of my favorite mechanisms of all time, and this is a rondelle with dice on it that's making a constantly evolving rondelle. And then if all that weren't enough, and it is, this is a phenomenal game, one of Fister's best as far as I'm concerned. It also includes a little mini narrative story campaign that you can play through, where every chapter um, you know, is, the, I guess, the blackout lasts. Night after night after night, more new special rules get added to the game. So you've got that to play through as well. Not necessary. The game would have been great even without it, but I love it even more because it actually tells an ongoing story that you can get involved with over, I think it's like five chapters long. It's a pretty short one. It's there. Um, if you don't, don't like it, don't worry about it, but yeah, I love this one. It's not my favorite Fister, but it is um, one of them. I don't want to spoil future stuff on the list. But yeah, uh, it is absolutely fantastic. I love everything about this game, yeah. Blackout Hong Kong. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I I don't think we've heard the last of Alexander Fister no. or Reiner Knizia on this list. <laughs> I think that looking is Looking forward yeah. to uh, seeing what other games are in there. All right, we did it. We're up to number 70, which will be next time of... 
wow, we've, we've been doing this uh, cu every couple, so we do 10 per week. Wow, we still got a ways to go. We got a ways this to go. We're really... going to be doing this, if I recall correctly, until sometime in June. So nice. um, get comfortable, folks. We will be back next week with uh, continuing. Uh, next week we'll be doing our, uh, what do you call it, our number uh, 70 to 69. 70. And uh, right. I, I can't wait. We're 61, and I can't wait to see what Real comes up with. Uh, we each have our 50, and so far, I can't disagree with any of your choices. You have knocked it out of the park, sir. Yeah, you've been rocking it as well. And, All right. Um, now, the important thing is, yes. folks, did you hear one of us say the word potato or potatoes? Mm -hmm. uh, if you did, write down the name of the game uh, that we were talking about at that time and send it in a email to contest at rado.com and you'll be entered to win the Azul prize pack from our friends at Plan B Games. Yes, uh, and thank you Plan B Games for um, donating that and helping support the show. Thank you uh, Ruel for going on this crazy journey with me and uh, you know making it just a joy to uh, keep her point. Thank you, of course, for watching. And finally, of course, thanks to sponsors of the show, Key Enigma. You can check out their latest on Kickstarter right now. Follow the links down in the show notes. All the older ones I showed you are available as part of this expansion, too. There's so much goodness in there. Thanks for watching, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Bye-bye. Boop. Okay. Woohoo. Okay. Wow, what happened? It's 213. I was just going to say the same thing. How did time fly? Did we go long on the pre-show? Well, you know, we didn't start. I, we went, Yeah, I don't think we started till almost an hour in. And normally we start about 40 minutes in, which is why yeah, normally we okay, have about no 20 wonder. minutes right now. I think that's the problem. Wow. Okay. Yep. Well, no, no problem. Um, do you want to do a quick Q&A and then get out of here? Or? Well, did anybody uh, po post any stuff? Let's take a look. There are a few uh, Q&As in the uh, little thing To here. the featured chat, provided it hasn't crashed. Yep. Well, it looks like it hasn't crashed yet. Um, this one's from Julia. Has How is Oak and Trailblazer? Oak is um, very cool. I'm planning on filming yes. it this week. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I played it with some folks. Really got into it. Surprisingly crunchy. Really interesting game. I need to play it with Jen before I film it. Um, mm -hmm. See how see how she goes. Because it starts off, it almost feels like, what? we can't do anything in this game. Is the game broken? Yeah. Yeah. Did you play it? Like, I felt... Remember, oh, we played it. Uh, oh my god, you, were you in that game uh, with me? Yes, of course you were. Yes, yes, yes. you're the one who wanted to play it. Yeah, the whole yeah. first couple of rounds, and it's only five it was rounds. Like, we were like, yeah. when does this game start? Yeah, I felt like that first round's like you you're just you just have to get those resources, yeah. right? And then that's the end of your round. That, those are just interesting. Yeah, I want to see how when you and Jen play it, and then when you film the run yeah. through, I want to see how your your play has evolved. Yeah, and to be uh, fair, we all be... felt that way. And the one guy who didn't do that, who basically never got any workers, never he won. So um, that's why I'm kind far. of suspect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was interesting. He won, and then all the other three of us, we all tied for last. Exactly. <laughs> and I didn't uh, play um, uh, Trail. I know Trail was there. Did you play it? I I didn't play it. Oh, okay, all right. Um, Old Man Coaster asks favorite new to you games played at Dice Tower West. Uh, my number one game uh, was. Uh, gifted to me by a fan of the show named Jin. Jin, thank you again so much. Is oh, Jin, an older yeah. Sashi and Sashi game. Oh, you know Jin. Jin is a friend of yours. Uh, Jin is a friend wind, of mine, yes. Wind the film. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that game is so good. That is the only game that after the end of the day, Jen and I were both so exhausted. And we, did, we didn't go out and look. I mean, we've been to the Vegas enough times. We didn't do anything on the strip. We just went back to yeah. our room after we had as fast of food as we could get and then just crashed on the couch or the bed and watched a couple shows. Wind the film. We actually played that twice in our room. Oh, nice. Even though nice. we were exhausted. Yeah. And we were both That's super great. blown away by it. What about you? I, 
I really want to like that game more than again. Uh, like I told you when I saw it there, I have uh, it's colorblind. It was not colorblind. Of course, friendly, yes. And it's yeah. so brutal to me, and I could see the genius in design, but at the same time, it's like it, I'm just it, it can't. It's unplayable for yeah. a colorblind yeah, person, yeah, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, my favorite new to me game. Well, I, I'm going to say it's a uh, Last Light, Roy Kennedy's game that's Ooh. coming to GameFound real soon. That impressed the heck out of me. A 4x game within an hour, six players, absolutely mind blowing. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, got uh, I, I forget who I don't know. Chachika says, "Rado, will you come to Portugal later this month?" <laughs> the Aircon Portugal later this month. No, I'm afraid I have been. I mean, we actually I mentioned the Aircon last week because somebody asked, "What are the greatest conventions?" Oh no, that was when we did our live show, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, we did a live show. We had an audience just like right now, and there was a question, and one of them was. Uh, best conventions, and I think I labeled, I, I called out the Aircon as the best convention in the world. Yeah, uh, not that anybody can get to it, or most people can't, but oh my gosh, it's fantastic! So yes, I'd love to be there um, and hang out with Paulo, the my goof checker, and Vito Lasarda, yeah. and and um, you know all, all the great Portuguese design. But nope, can't do it. Can mm-hmm. I do it? Too far. Cannot do it. Kabuki Kid asks, have you seen the Batman? Any interest, if not yet? I am totally interested in it, but I, I have not seen it yet. You have zero, zero interest? Zero really? interest. I, my whole wow. life, have never understood the appeal of the Batman. Um, the Batman? I, I, really? I, there was a time when I guess I was into it because the, uh, was it, the, the Dini cartoons were the best thing on TV. Uh-huh. Um, and I wish those had been, they'd been making Spider-Man cartoons instead. But no, I have, I, I'll watch it eventually. I so don't care about that at all. Wow. Nothing I'm, interesting. I, I'm fully I'm all in on it. Yep. Um, there's a gamer-related question from Cabbage. What are the th- best three to five rule books that we've ever had? Uh, what makes them great? That wow. should be something you suggest. The next time we do a top three, I would almost I guarantee that would make it to the top of the voting. Yeah. Great question. Um, I, this one, I'm not really sure. What was the obvious trivia? Uh, must have document? been a question. I, I mean, I must have said something about, oh, that, oh, oh, yeah. I kept saying, well, we can't do that trivia. That's really boring. That's obvious. Oh, it was mm-hmm. it was. It was just really, I mean, I don't know, stuff that, uh, uh, do I still have that page open? No, I don't have that page open anymore. I habitually close every page whenever I'm done with it, and it causes me no yeah. end of grief. I shouldn't do that. But no, they were really mm-hmm. obvious things like, uh, I, I can't, did you, uh, did you know Abraham Lincoln was a Republican? Not that, but stuff that's <laughs> like, doesn't everybody know that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Um, I think that's it as far as questions yeah, are, okay. are concerned. Okay. Then okay, then we are out. Twenty minutes yeah. late. We gotta. All right. We gotta. We gotta tighten up that pre-show. And we didn't even get everything yeah. done. We were supposed to get done. I actually meant I to. Know, I meant to try and do the show itself faster. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just kept blathering. I mean, these are my favorite games of all time. It's very hard not to just That's, go on and on and on about how great they are. Yeah, I think for uh, for these uh, the top one hundred games, we just need to make sure the pre pre-show is shorter. You know. Yeah, just I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I, I know. Like I know, I wanted to say a few more things, but you know, we're we're yeah. I time. felt you that's were just okay. kind of cutting yourself off as well. Yep, then that's fine. But yeah. okay, we'll, we'll we'll get it right next time. All right, okay. well, we need to raid somebody. Yeah, who can we raid? Who can we raid now? Do 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 do. I'm glad you did that because I just heard you and I realized what it would have sounded like if I'd done it, and it would be terrible. <laughs> uh, boy, I don't. Becca Scott is playing board games. Is she? Yeah. Okay. We got to raid Becca. What is she? What's she playing? I have. It says Becca. Oh no, she's hosting. Never mind. She she's hosting. Oh, she's she's hosting somebody else. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then um, who else you got? I don't know. 
well, there's got to be somebody. Right, I'll What's just... Panic Games? Panic Games is not live yet. Lose a Palooza. Our, our friends Lose a Palooza. Yeah, we haven't raided them for a while. Let's, uh, let's, uh, yeah, what, what let's, are they up let's to? Let's raid them. Looks like they're playing Horizon Forbidden what? West. Video game? What are you talking no about? What are you talking about, Willis? I don't It's L-U-Z, right? Yeah, uh, Luza. L-U-Z-A? Palooza. Yeah. Luza. There we go. Luza Palooza. Oh, they're yep. playing a video game. Yeah. Uh, we want to send them to a board. Give us some board game stuff. I, Is no one playing board games? I, I can't. Let me see if I can. Okay, so Becca is hosting some board games. Okay, here we go. Um, there's a bunch of Spanish board gamers. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I. Yeah. I, I, what time is it in like Spain? Like, there's a bunch of them. This <laughs> it's must be it's prime late time. at night. Yeah. All right. So you don't see anybody you know. So we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to, see, r- we're gonna have to risk everything. Yeah, I only know Luza and Panic Games, but Panic Games they look like they're on a break. All right, then who looks nice and has no viewers and could really use the boost? Would you say? Let's see. Uh, let's find board gamers. Uh, Team Covenant. Um, someone's playing Agricola. All right. Uh, Becca's hosting. Uh, there's a bunch of. Okay, there's no. That's Spanish. I think that's French. Yeah, that's so there's a French channel out there. What is going on? The, wow, where are all the board gamers that? Um... Well, clearly, you just need to get off right now and go play something, and I'll raid you. You want to raid me? Yeah, no. I'll just throw something on. The board. I'm sure you had other things to do today. Yeah, I'm still recovering from Dice Tower West. It oh my gosh, yes, I am. Convention, I'm burnt. Man, and um, gosh darn it, half of these things I look at, and they say they're board games, and nope, that's a video game. Right? Yeah. And obviously, they just didn't update their. Um, you know, yeah. when, when they started. Because Twitch doesn't do... Well, okay. doesn't, what, 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 do you find something? Uh, Rainior Games, they're playing Agricola. Hey, Agricola is in... Um, spoiler alert, it's coming. It's spoiler, it yeah. will be in the top 100 of all time. Uh, Agricola is uh, always great. So, everybody, go say hey to uh, Rainier. Uh, don't know him? Rainier. But uh, uh, he can't be all uh, bad if he loves Agricola. So we are going yep. to raid this fellow in okay. uh, 8, 7... Six, Six, five, five four, four, three, two. Three, go three, get him, everybody. Raid. 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 Hopefully that worked. Okay. That's it weird. Worked. I mean, uh, Ryan, of course, Ryan always tries to be on at this time. Yeah. And it's always like, ah, yeah. oh, there's so many other people, Ryan. We can't do you. And it's like, oh, this is one time when there was nobody. We were gonna... Yeah. I know. Oh, but, well, okay. what are you going to do? Hopefully. Okay, the raid has gone through. Okay. Yep, all right. So we are done. See you next week. We will okay. continue this. And um, we've got to figure out how to get... Yeah, because I was really having a hard time juggling the banner and the what's majig um, Yeah. You, do you have Dropbox installed on your machine? I do have Dropbox, yeah. But you've logged in yourself and do you use it? Or is I it just is it, it just there in the background and you don't really care about it? Yeah, it's in the background. I don't care then about Then you know it, what? So. I think if you log out as yourself, you have my Dropbox information. If you log in as that, yeah. that should just do it. And you and I can okay. both edit the same file. And when you change it, it will update. Okay, cool. Then, yeah, I'll just So, yeah, yeah I mean, you've got my info. Just try and log in sometime this week. There's literally nothing okay. in that directory except for that one text file. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, I'll do that. Sounds good. Okay, cool, cool. Um. What, uh, then we're oh, 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 oh I didn't hit in stream. Whoopsie. All righty. Oh, hi friends. All right, hi, bye friends. everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye.